This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Bacon Sale. The name's podcast. Bacon Sale podcast. You killed my darlings. Prepare to die. I will have my bracket in this life or the next. I live my life a quarter podcast at a time. Because uh, Bacon Sale uh, uh, finds a way. <laughs> it was the impression yeah, at the yeah. end that sold it. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't Micro impressions for the win. Yes, I got that. Oh, yeah. oh. Jimmy Stewart. Uh, oh, <laughs> well, welcome, welcome to Vegas. <laughs> I'm Joel. I'm Kit, and I'm Zach. I'd like to thank you for listening to our last show, our Oscar prediction show. No, we are not announcing the winners Jeez, you today. Scared me. I don't want people to pop in this episode and be like, "Oh, the Oscars just happened yesterday, so they're going to be talking I got about 12. the winner today." Did I win? Yeah, that's yeah. not today. We're going to do that on a later Pakin bit, so you can look forward to that. Indeed, I, I will say though, I, I have to say a comment that I found on Twitter. Uh, from at Samuel Ma said, well, I got 13 out of 24 correct on my bacon sale Oscars bracket. You know what that means? It means 54% of the time I'm an excellent guesser is a thing he said March 4th, 2018. Oh, 2018. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a reference from Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got that. <laughs> Uh, but yes, we, we look forward to telling you more about uh, all of that, the Oscar predictions and what happened, because let's tell you, it was nuts. It was crazy. Oh, it was, man. What happened Did you believe yesterday? that happened on live TV? Again? <laughs> it, it didn't slap as hard as last year, though. Sure no, didn't. no, no. And I still, that Best Picture winner that we are all thinking of right now, mm-hmm. I can't believe it won Best Picture. Crazy. crazy. Again. Crazy. Again. Can I, can I give a shout out? Legitimate, real shout out? Please do. Uh, thank you, Jeff. You know who you are. At R.I.P. Bird Convy who said that you are one of the three or four people who appreciates this episode. Yeah, thank you, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. Your voice counts. I've actually heard, and I heard specifically as well from uh, Barbara Blake, whom I work with. He said, you know, it's nice to be informed about these movies I'm never going to watch. Yeah. Yeah. And and that is the sentiment that I feel that, that this episode brings forth. I actually enjoy preparing for them only because it, it helps me go, oh, out of all these movies, that one interests me that I wouldn't yeah. have thought about before. Right. I feel like there's generally one you can walk away from and go, oh, nice. Yeah. Probably wouldn't watch that otherwise, but glad I did. Yeah. Speaking of thank yous, I would like to give a thank you to David Martin. Hey, David. Hey. Who is our newest patron. He's a he's a tier one patron, but he's in the tier three level. Awesome. So he gets patron. our bacon bits. So he gets those. Nearly uh, weekly. Nearly weekly bacon bits where this last time um, I was surprised with drugs. So <laughs> drugs. <laughs> So yeah, uh, that's always uh, those random pick bits. They happen almost every week, and we 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 enjoy just sitting around and chatting together. But mm-hmm. then you know people actually enjoy listening to it too, which is weird. But David, you now have access to it. But thank you for supporting us, and thank Indeed. you for supporting Bacon. So we really do appreciate it. But that's not what we're talking about today. What are we talking about today, Zach? We are talking about the action movie of action movies. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. Hey, that, that means that we're plan. done. That's the bracket. That was it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's the winner. <laughs> uh, no, we... Uh, a couple weeks ago. Yes. Well, we always do brackets, right? Yes. But a couple weeks ago, we wanted your help. For and the so, record, it's because we know nothing about sports. So, and sports brackets happen around this time of year. It's and, madness. Yes. So, you know. And, and often we try to venture into music, and we've done music. We did the song of songs. Like, we went big. Yeah. Which means, where do you go from there? And the, the worst, worst song of songs, yes. didn't we? We did, yeah, we did yeah. worst as well. Yeah, But we're starting it off. Sorry, Fergie. With, you know, we talked about Oscars where no one really knows what's happening. But we're going to go with movies that everyone should know Some what movies we're talking about. Some of the biggest blockbusters yes. ever. And yeah. then we gave you the reins, which means you decided what shows up on our bracket and it's your fault whatever goes forward. Yes. Yeah, so a lot of times people say, why didn't you put this on the bracket? And now we can just say, because you didn't submit it. Yeah. Now, we, there were submissions that were put forward that didn't make it to the bracket. True. And we were we were actually eliminating some of those choices and decided 
to uh, record the end part of our conversation where we finalize the bracket. You can yes. find that on patreon.com. Nice plug. We did, little, we did a little video call about, yeah. and you can hear us talk about these movies without any connection to who submitted them. Yes. So what we're doing is we pulled your choices, and we got it down to 32. We're not going to do 64. This it's going to be one episode. One short episode. Uh, not at all. Nope, this no. This is a two hours guaranteed. Oof. No. Please, No. <laughs> Uh, but let's keep it lower than that. But yes, we are going to whittle this down. It's a, a standard bracket form, which you can actually find a printable bracket and play along at home uh, by printing it off at baconsale.com. So go there and find the bracket. Nope. Give it to your friends and try and decide yourselves who is the greatest action movie, even though we're already going to decide it here and give a definitive answer. Hey, kind of. I hope so. I hope it works we're, out. We're always never right. But but what is this bracket? Because is it the action adventure movie of action adventure movies? Is that the title? I love how it's like action of action or action adventure of action adventure. <laughs> It's out there. Because we're including adventure, right? We could just go like these big budget movies, but we're pulling movies from the past 40, 50 years. Yeah. Yes. And adventure... Apparently, there was not an action movie made after the 1980s. Apparently not. According right. to this bracket. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's... And that's the thing is the action movie... It's kind of interesting because we were having this conversation just before we started recording about what is an action movie, what is an adventure movie. Sure. Because back in the days, children gathered around... Oh, I oh, love old man, Joel. Well, back in my day, there was video stores where you would walk in. Is that like Netflix? Kind of. But it was Netflix in person. Uh, so Hulu? Would, that what? <laughs> <laughs> Don't, don't confuse old man Joel. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> but you would walk in and there would be sections of video where it's like, oh, there's the horror section. Oh, there's the family section. Here is the action adventure section. Yes. Hmm. And the reason they grouped those together is because adventure technically probably came first. I think uh, Errol Flynn. Yes, yep. Errol Flynn. Uh, uh, some, some, some historians consider The Great Train Robbery, 1903, to be the first action film. But then, what, as you mentioned, oh, what's the one we watched? The, with the General. Buster Keaton? The General. That's an, yeah, action, that's movie. an action movie. But then, yeah. uh, historian, I was going to say that during the 1920s <laughs> and 30s, we got the swashbuckling mm-hmm. adventure films with swords and arrows and all that fun stuff. Yeah. In the 40s and 50s, we saw more war, war and westerns. westerns. Those became kind of the action ones. I want to give a shout out here. It didn't make our final list, and I'm sorry, but Seven Samurai uh, back in we 1954. It's uh, no, on every list. That was like kind of the first and assembling the No t- one has seen it. Oh, it's so good. It is really good. It is really good. But that's the first kind of like assembling the team to go fight someone together. Yeah. I, I shouldn't say first, but one of the first. But it did popularize that kind of trope in action movies mm-hmm. now of let's get the team together and go fight the bad guys. But the action genre began to really develop. Like we had the adventure a lot of that time through. That's mostly adventure stuff. You think swords and arrows kind of adventure. Right. And whips. But then you get the action film coming in the 1970s when they started doing stunts and special effects and more uh, weapons. And that became kind of the action and genre in the 70s. More, get to the chopper, get to the chopper. I mean, I mean, 80s may have perfected the, uh, the action yeah. genre. It, it's what we all kind of think of, and it's what's going to appear on this list quite a bit. Yeah. But th- what I found in my research is that y- you'd be hard-pressed to find a standard, direct, singular action movie. Almost every movie is going to be like an action comedy or an action horror sure. or an adventure action drama. Something. Yeah. Action adventure. Yeah, for so, sure. so if there was a comedy action movie, it may be saved for a comedy bracket. But there are action comedies here, which are action first and foremost. And I think that's it's the proportions. Uh, like, and there's a, there's a mistake we made on this bracket as you well. You think so? Mm-hmm. Just one. We didn't Just make one. a mistake. The listener Just a made few, a mistake. Yeah, the listener made the mistake. We don't make mistakes on Bacon yeah. Sale. Have you heard our blooper reel at the end of each episode? <laughs> So, but I wanted to ask you guys, first of all, your feelings on the action genre, if you're a fan, if you're not. And also, what do you consider to be 
an action? What makes an action movie an action movie as opposed to a horror or a comedy? Uh, or? Explosions. You think explosions are required to make it an action movie? Punching and explosions. Hmm. See, I, I think punching would be there, but I don't know about explosions. Not every movie we have on this list has explosions. Guns, guns, gun show, that gun would, show. Which is good, but that would also uh, get rid of all the martial arts movies and all the event, most of the yeah. adventure. I think well, it's it's the for me an action movie is you've got these big set pieces. Totally agree. And the the uh, we'll say the action, right? The punching, the kicking, the f- flying explosions, whatever. That's ultimately what's driving the story forward, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just necessarily happening because it is it is an element that is integral to the story right it's think of the the big chase or or the shootout or whatever like that is the crux of the story i totally agree i I couldn't have said it better i think you have two to three large action set pieces and often it's a big climactic battle at the end and there are action scenes in other kind of genre movies but i think that it is the movies where that is what is promoted most heavily. Is the action sequences. Yes. See, and I, I, I think it all boils down to two things. I looked at our list, gentlemen, mm-hmm. and I tried to boil it down to the elements of what was in all these movies. And I found two things. Mm. And you, you both, you danced around it. Yeah. Fighting. Fighting. Chases. Chases. Yeah. Fighting sure. and chases. Totally. But the funny thing is, you look at a horror genre, you're going to have fighting, you're going to have chases as well. Yeah. And so I was like, what well, yeah. makes a difference? But really, this is what... And, there is some suspense in these, too. Mm-hmm. You can definitely have, as well, it, it, some of these have maybe only a couple of iconic scenes. There's a movie that I, that I really I enjoy. It's not on this bracket. It's a, a Bullet. It starred Steve McQueen. Yeah. This is a movie. It's a, it is... Bullet on, with an IT. Uh, yeah. But, but it is, honestly, again, I like this movie. It is a boring detective movie. Yes. But it has one of the best and most iconic car chases of all yes. time. And so it is considered... To be yeah. on uh, like almost an action movie. I'm like, no, it's a boring cop movie. Yeah. And I've been watching, <laughs> well, I've been watching some movies, and I'm like, man, this is a, you know a drama, and all of a sudden an action sequence will happen. I'm like, wait, it's action now. This is an action movie, and it will yeah. confuse me. And I think it's the emotions that each genre wants you to feel. Dramatic, you should feel sad. Horror, you should feel scared. I think action, you should feel intense. Excited. You should be excited and amped up. Same thing with adventure. I feel like with adventure, it may not be as like, oh my gosh, are they going to survive? But it's like, this is really fun to watch. I don't know, but you look at some adventure movies and it yeah. is like, are they going to survive the jungle? Are they going to survive, you know, being lost in this pyramid? You know, it's all this kind of different things like that. Sure. There's definitely that element of... of but the, the emotion should be there. And that, that leads me to the other thing. I was going to say, it needs fighting, it needs chasing, but it also needs a hero and a villain. This is not the mm-hmm. ambiguous Sundance movies you're like, no, no. Or every Disney movie the for the nostril, past 10 years. Your own nostrils have been the villain the whole time. Like that's, you know, that's indie films. It's a good movie. But you need, an, you need kind of a definitive hero and a definitive villain. But they can flip that sometimes and have an anti-hero be the protagonist. Sure. But still, I think an action movie needs a hero. Someone to root for. Yeah, sure. Against or all impossible odds. odds. Impossible if odds. If there's not a villain, impossible odds. Yes. With, with that said... We are going to use some of these thoughts as we go through and look at our movies and as we have them go against each other with these matchups. But be prepared, listener, as with every bracket episode, there will be absolute contradictions because we're not really going off of hard facts here. We're going off of a, of, of a vibe. Yeah, we let yeah. you pick the movies. Now we're going to just make all the decisions we want but and maybe, make you angry. How do we vote? Vibes. Well, like you, like you said, Joel, maybe it's going to come down to, wow, this movie has a better hero. Uh, maybe Kent, like what you said, maybe this uh, movie has better, better set, scenes, better, better action set pieces. Yes. Maybe it's more exciting. Maybe it was more iconic. Maybe it's it was uh, revolutionary for its time. 
We don't know. Yeah. It's going to be a crazy bracket. Let's get right into it. Okay. We're going to break some hearts here. The three of us included. There will be absolute darlings who will go out in the first round. For our first matchup, we have Jurassic Park. A pragmatic paleontologist touring an almost complete theme park on an island in Central America is tasked with protecting a couple of kids after a power failure causes the park's clone dinosaurs to run loose. That was on the poster, I think. That's that's what got everyone to go see that really long synopsis, IMDb. Versus Enter the Dragon. A Shaolin martial artist travels to an island fortress. I think it's the same plot as Jurassic Park. (laughs) The spine and opium lord, who is also a former monk from the temple. No, the guys of attending a fighting tournament. It's the same plot as Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Well, I Mortal Kombat stole from yes, the and Dragon. Yes, I, I totally acknowledge that, but truth be told, I saw Mortal Kombat many, many times before I ever saw Enter the Dragon. Oh, you did? Okay. Yes. And so this is a Bruce like, Lee hey. film, yes? Yes, yes It yes. is the Bruce the Lee Bruce Lee Enter film. the Dragon is. Jurassic Park is not a Bruce Lee film. <laughs> you know, that would have made Jurassic Park better. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> punch a T-Rex in the face. Oh, One-inch man. punches of T-Rexes. Yes. I'll just come out and say it right now. I don't really like Enter the Dragon. <gasps> Why not? So, because um, legacy-wise, it is seen as more of an action movie than Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park is more of, an, I think, an adventure movie with some really incredible dynamics. There's some fights, there's chases. Arguably a thriller. Thriller's a whole different genre, but we'll get to that later on. But I watched Enter the Dragon wanting to like it. I've I've heard a lot about Mm -hmm. Bruce Lee, and I wanted to kind of see his iconic film of Enter the Dragon. I think the hardest part is, well, the comparison here, this is Apples and Oranges, right? This is is a very old movie with low production quality. My kids would call Jurassic Park a very old movie. Oh, that angers me. (laughs) The thing about Enter the Dragon, I can appreciate the influence it had on martial arts movies becoming more center stage and also just the they called it the quote kung fu craze Mm -hmm. back then where everyone just started making those those films yeah and yes he had talent i do wonder however if his untimely and tragic death is what made this movie so memorable and his career elevated that tragic death of someone cut down in their prime. But as I watched Enter the Dragon, I was unimpressed by the story. I was laughing at the dubbing because these movies were filmed. But did you not no like sound. the last fight? To me, it's a Bond movie <clears throat> with Bruce Lee. I found the fights to be lackluster. I was expecting okay. so much more. I was expecting, and it sounds weird because Jackie Chan has looked so much up to Bruce Lee. Yeah. I was expecting a Jackie Chan type fight. Mm-hmm. But no, it was just very competent martial arts. The iconography of Bruce Lee in this movie, like every pose he does is cool. I had to laugh at some of the poses and some of the facial expressions and some of the noises. So, But you're saying time has not been kind to this movie. I'm saying I wonder if I would have liked it when I was a kid. Okay, how about this then? This is a movie that probably has been polished and done better uh, throughout time Mm -hmm. in Enter the Dragon. There's never been a better dinosaur movie than Jurassic Park. They've tried in its own series. They've tried Did several times and never Dinosaurs, done. the TV series? Uh, I tr- not the Mama? Is that that one? Guys, okay, well, we have a lot of benches Because we're giving through. Death Rattle Facts real quick, obviously yeah, Enter the Dragon's not going forward, but Empire Magazine gave it its number 58 on Best Action Movies, and Rolling Stone gave it number 5. Jurassic Park was not listed on any list as a Best Action Movie. Because but it may not really quite It's finish. an adventure movie. We're not doing just action. This is action I looked adventure. adventure as well. Yeah, this is... Uh, it's it, just known as... Genre-wise. One of the it's it's known time. as a movie we saw seven times in the theater. So good. Yeah, it is so good. There's a reason for that. Jurassic Park moves on. Next, we have Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Robin Hood decides to fight back as an outlaw when faced with the tyranny of the Sheriff of Nottingham. 
and Mad Max Fury Road. In a post-apocalyptic wasteland, a woman rebels against a tyrannical ruler in search for her homeland with the aid of a group of female prisoners, a psychotic worshiper, and a drifter named Max. Some guy Max is there too. Yeah. Robin Hood versus Mad Max. This is a crazy matchup. Robin Hood would never put these movies next to each other. It's post-apocalyptic versus adventure. This is a fun little matchup here. Once again, apples and oranges. Mad Max is an interesting matchup here because really it's so, so light on story. Yes. It's like uh, there's water involved. They drive, they turn left, and then they turn around. <laughs> would you say it's a straightforward action movie I would with say a little it else? Is a straightforward action movie, arguably the most action y action movie here because it is so light on story yeah. because it's just the bare bones of what you need. Whereas Robin Road is? Yeah. Yes. Because I feel like it's mostly uh, there's something about the car subgenre of action movies that feels less action y to me than. But have you seen Fury Road? Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but I'm just thinking that from a pure action level, you said the biggest action movie on here? I'd say it's the most action-y compared to story, right? Mm. The, 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 the highlight is obviously the action. It's an action movie. But really, that's what you're there to see. And that's, all, that, that's there more than story. Compare that to Robin Hood, which is like steeped in lore. And it's lore this very and romance. And, rom- and yeah. accents. And, and uh, bad yeah. accents. And, and a scene-chewing villain. And man, yes. the villain so good. really does. Alan make Rickman this. plays the sheriff of Nottingham uh, in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, and it's funny because he thought he's much better than Kevin Costner. He thought as the Robin script Hood. was terrible, and so he had some buddies of his, some comedic buddies, punch up the dialogue, yeah. to make it funnier. Because he says, "I just need really good lines like, in here." He got carte blanche to do whatever he wanted, and it, the movie was improved for it. Okay, I say this as a child of the '80s and '90s. Mm-hmm. Who loved Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves? One you of the all first, the time, right? One of the first VHS VHS tapes I ever bought yeah. was Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, on my own, and I absolutely think the movie was. I, I used to watch it all the time. We, we too. Showed it to kids. Best Robin Hood movie ever. Yes, I think so because I watched it again recently, and Kevin Costner and Christian Slater are the weakest links. For Everyone sure. else in that movie is I doing like great. I like Christian Slater in the movie. Please. Will Scarlet. Please. So I actually came up with uh, the best scenes from every movie on this list. And nice. I really like the scene where Robin saves Will Scarlet from the chopping block. And that's the flaming arrow scene. That is the that's iconic a great, moment. That's a great part. And there's also the arrow POV splitting the other arrow. Yep. It's very cool. Yep. And then there's Fury Road, which the scenes I listed are endless. The, the scenes you're listed are the movie. Yes. Yes. Because there the are so many. The non-Immortan Joe talking parts of the movie. Uh, mediocre. Mediocre. <laughs> this is, once again, two movies you can't really compare. Are you taking accessibility into factor here, though? Because I feel like one of the things action movies has going for it is it appeals to such a wide mm. audience. Right. As much as I like Mad Max Fury Road, I know some people hated it. To well, quote Kent, hated it. it. <laughs> But then really? Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, everyone loved it back in the day. Back in the day. I back don't think it day. stood the test of time. I don't it's, think anybody wants to watch that movie now that didn't watch it back in the day. I still like it. I, yeah, no, it's I, I like but it. But I did watch it back in the day. Yeah. yeah. But I just I think that people aren't watching it anymore. No. In, in, in a general sense. Now, you could maybe make I, the I, argument that not as many people are watching Fury Road, but it's, it's kind of like this. I'm sorry. I think it changed action movies in the past decade in a very particular way. And what's bizarre, though, you talk about accessibility. This is the fourth movie in a franchise, a really bizarre kind of out there, almost cult following franchise. You didn't even need to know what was going on with those movies Mm-mm. because they found a way to actually introduce a new protagonist. Kind of I, switcheroo. Really, I really wish, though. I really wish they could have put uh, Mel Gibson in that movie. Me too. As kind of the aging hero that would make sense to well, be on passing the They meant to film it in the early, early 2000s and would have had him do it. They did. They, yes. He was writing a script even back in 87, just after 87? Yeah, just after uh, Beyond Thunderdome. He mm-hmm. started working on this idea, but then... I'm glad they waited thing. because then 90% of the, the effects, the stunts, were real. 
So yeah, good. the 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 big draw here is absolutely practical. It's as practical as it can be, and you can feel that the the cars, the explosions. You're in the sandstorms. They the CG only adds. It does not detract, and it's not an over reliant thing. It's a great movie. So, what are you guys voting for? It's going forward. I'm going Mad Max. Yes, you're both going Mad Max. Yeah, you're giving it to. I'll Robin give it Hood. to Robin Hood. I knew it. only because yeah, that's I, kind. it's okay. I, it was the second highest grossing film of 1991. Uh, it is, I think, one of the most iconic adventure movies we have on here. I'm sorry, Robin Hood. I would have voted for you, and I did. Fury Road moves on. Oh, what a day! What a lovely day! Next, we have Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. Blacksmith Will Turner teams up with eccentric pirate Captain Jack Sparrow to save his love, the governor's daughter, from Jack's former pirate allies who are now undead. The voice got harder. And Red. When his peaceful life is threatened by a high-tech assassin, former black ops agent Frank Moses reassembles his old team in a last-ditch effort to survive and uncover his assailants. Now, Robin Hood, uh, or excuse me, Robin Hood. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean this is the first one with uh, with Johnny Depp and, and uh, Orlando Bloom and Kara Knightley. You know, the good, the good old Rush. Jeff Rush. And then Red is the one with Bruce Willis, Morgan Freeman, John Malkovich, John Helen Malkovich. Mirren, Carl Urban, Mary Louise Parker. Like these are, it, so uh, I actually really like this matchup because I think these are two just really fun, enjoyable popcorn action movies. You wouldn't call Pirates of the Caribbean Adventure? Yeah, maybe. It's, 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 it's a swashbuckler adventure it's for me. It's a swashbuckler yeah. adventure. I just, I think they're both... Really fun. Like, they're not going to challenge your brain at all. I, there are some just good classic movie to be had. I just rewatched Red mm-hmm. in preparation for this episode. Sure. I forgot how funny it is. It it's is funny. funny. John was, Malkovich is great. He is. There's just a couple parts where I laughed out loud and I was like, that's right. This but, is a funny movie. But then you also forget about the movie as soon as it's over. True. It has some cool scenes. The collision of the bullet and the rocket that John Malkovich shoots. Yep. It's, you're like, oh, that's very cool. The movie is big. It's loud. It's funny. It, it is, if you might mind me saying, Red is the more action movie it of is. the two. Yes. Red is actually inspired by a comic series of the same mm-hmm. name. Uh, Red, by the way, stands retired for extreme. Retired Extremely Dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. And they did announce a sequel. No, there is. A, yeah, it's Red 2. No, excuse me, a third film. It came out, Joel. I meant a third. <laughs> that was twenty thirteen. It's not very good. That was 2013. Yeah. But then they were talked about doing a third one. Okay. And uh, R- Red <laughs> it would be R in 3D. I think Red should lose for the scene when Bruce Willis walks out of the police car on its own. Oh, and it flies around though; That's it barely so misses him. Dumb. I like that part. <laughs> no, CG Bruce Willis. Yeah, this belongs on a dad bracket. Red is a Red cool is a movie, movie, but it's a movie that every dad bought at Walmart for five to seven dollars yeah, in a discount bin. Right. I do think there are more slow parts to Pirates, but the dialogue building up to a villain and a great hero. It just really works on pretty much every level, yeah. especially score. The score is amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. The the production design is, yeah. is outstanding. And I will say this probably a lot in this bracket, but to me, this movie has one of the more iconic visuals in movies, especially summer movies, mm-hmm. is that you best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in You're one. In one. And so he walks good. into Such the moon. It is so good. If you haven't already, I don't, well, your kids might be a little young, but watch this with your kids. Yeah. Uh, it's such a fun movie to watch with them because this is like one of those, I, I call it the uh, the kind of the bridge to horror movies where it's not a horror movie, mm-hmm. but there are some scary parts there in are. it. There's, there's obviously undead and ghosts and monsters, but it's a good gateway for people who yeah. don't like horror. I'll do respect to Red, but I think it's a clean sweep. Yes. yes. I think okay. we're all voting Pirates yes. of the Caribbean. I do like Red, though. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen it, watch this movie. You it's should. Really, it's, it's fun. It's really fun. But Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl moves on. It's not possible. Not probable. 
All right, we got to get moving through these. We have Die Hard. A New York City police officer tries to save his estranged wife and several others taken hostage by terrorists during a Christmas party at the Nakatomi Plaza in Los Angeles. Versus Transformers. It's funny because when I wrote that down, I, oh, I omitted the Christmas you party. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you emphasized it. An ancient struggle between two Cybertronian races, the heroic Autobots and the evil Decepticons, comes to Earth with a clue of ultimate power held by a teenager. The Cube. Okay, wow. Listen. This is a weird matchup. Listen. Trans- I like Transformers. Transformers? I hate it. You hate the first you one? You hate the first I hate one? All of, when I, no, when I watch Come them, on. Joel. That, no, you know me. We, we hate when all they take, reboots. When they, no, when they take things from my childhood and then change them completely, I get a little bit defensive. Okay. Sure, but Michael Bay was like, hey, I bet you guys are going to hate this movie. Actually, no, it's pretty serviceable. It's got some bad big, jokes big, in there. No, Transformers, fun. less than meets the eye. Oh, Boom. I would say whelms the eye. Whelms the <laughs> yeah. eye. That's what it we're going was an for. Awesome summer. Transformers were kind of whelms the eye. <laughs> <laughs> they were actually considering making a GI Joe film, but then uh, once the Joel, Iraq, they, they did it. Actually, came it out. Came out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no, is it cool? I mean, Joel, the guy are you that, all right? The guy that no, the guy that <laughs> you just had a birthday. I know. <laughs> I'm getting old. I know. The guy that made this movie was going to make a GI Joe okay. movie, but okay. then the Iraq War was happening. He thought ah, it's probably not a timely thing right oh, now. That makes sense. We'll make Transformers. No, listen. If this was Michael Bay's one Transformer movie, everyone would be like, he did a great job nope. with that. Why the, didn't they make more of those? But it just got so tarnished over time, especially number two was this sheer drop off to the point where people I, are like, I never want to see anything oh, Transformers again. That movie so but Shia much. LaBeouf in this movie, it has great comic relief. Whoa, has, whoa, 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 on, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not whoa. saying John Turturro. Don't say great comic relief in relation to anything no, Transformers. With Shia LaBeouf and Bumblebee. You could say it has comic relief. They are really Not good great. together. Mm. Shia LaBeouf is kind of cute Joel, in this one. Megan Fox. <laughs> okay. That's not an action argument. That was a bullet point. <laughs> Transformers loses on the sheer fact that uh, Megan Fox says that there's carburetors and a fuel-injected motor. I hate that part. Wait, there's not? There's not. It's a fun I movie. I like this X coming in with Carfax. It's a fun movie. That's why um, I love it. It's not okay. Die Hard, though. Does Die Hard end with Linkin Park? It probably would if it was made in 2007. I love that ending so much. The ending is so cool. <laughs> that's, that's noise is that a seagull? You hear the music, Joel. R.I.P. Headphone users. I'm so sorry. But Transformers loses to Die Hard. Oh, thank goodness. Clean sweep. Die Hard moves on. Welcome to the party, pal. Now we have Independence Day. The aliens are coming, and their goal is to invade and destroy Earth. Fighting superior technology, mankind's best weapon is the will to survive and America. 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 Versus John Wick. An ex-hitman comes out of retirement to track down the gangsters that killed his dog and took his took his car, <laughs> stole so, my truck. These are two, I think, almost genre of the time defining movies. Yes. I mean, Independence Day, you get uh, Will Smith, Bill Pullman, Jeff Goldblum, uh, Mary McDonald, uh, a whole ensemble there. John Wick stars Keanu Reeves and a bunch of other names. And no one else that about. matters. I would oh, say and a, uh, 1969 Mustang. I would say highlights of their decades at that point because yes. 90s action was really watered down. These are representative of their time, but also like pushed things forward. Right. But then early time. teens action also really watered yeah. down. And so both these movies came out like Will Smith height, I guess the initial part of his career, but it became the height of his career. This is what gave, made him into like the action heroes type. And then Keanu Reeves comes out of nowhere to be everyone's favorite individual on the planet again. Yes. yes. Right, well, it's and, so crazy. And John Wick was a wonderful response to Liam Neeson in Taken, 
right? Yeah. Like that's we talk about the watered down action. Like mm-hmm. Taken is a fine enough movie, but it was you could tell it, it was uh, there was a falseness to it, right? That John Wick said no, we can do that and make it look very real. No, John Wick is cool. the movie where I went. Keanu Reeves could kill me, yeah, if he wanted to. Uh, Joel, he already killed you. You don't know. He actually had already He's happened. That good. He's yeah. that good. Double He's tap that fast. Done. That's the thing that shocked me about John Wick, and and I'll probably talk about this further in this show because I do want the movie to go forward, and I I do love Independence Day, and the action scenes in that were so cool for the 90s. It's iconic. The aliens attacking the White House. The imagery is cool, but it's a, a thrill for one time. It's a fun background action movie, but I'm like, yeah, I saw aliens attack the building and the White House. Every time I see John Wick, it shouldn't be this good, and it just is. The choreography is there. Keanu Reeves is doing 90% of his stunts. Yeah. And it's so quick. The movie clips along part of the term so fast and should not be as good as bad as the plot is. But did you get to see the Empire State Building blow up? Did you get to see the White House? If it House was Keanu Reeves versus the up? Empire State Building. But no, I does think it, does it transform? Yeah. <laughs> but I think there there are some amazing moments in both movies, but I think for the powerhouse that is John Wick and the legacy he's created for action movies at this point, it's in, yeah, it's indisputable. I think Independence Day has, again, some of these insanely iconic film moments. Like you just see them in your mind mm-hmm. when you think about it. However, um, I remember when I saw it as a kid, I was like, wow, this movie's kind of boring for a while in, in the beginning. And then after the initial attack, like it's kind of dull. For a good stretches of this uh, movie. Joel, bring up the speech. You got to bring up the speech at this point. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. Oh, it's a great part. That was almost the dad. I, I don't Rudy. like the climactic battle in either movie, actually. Okay. It's probably the most boring part of Independence Day for me is when they use the Mac to, <laughs> to spread the virus. When they have uh, happen to have a virus that's compatible with alien yeah. technology. Whereas I think John Wick is... It's good at the end because you're like, oh, is he going to die or whatever? But it's actually everything before that may supersede it. This this is hard, though, because this is essentially uh, huge destruction and explosions versus intricate gunplay, which are two pretty solid pillars in the action it's genre. so true. Explosions yeah. versus gunplay. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think that John Wick, the original, is uh, bolstered up by its sequels or lessened? Lessened. I think each sequel has made John Wick dumb action movies. movies. Oh, but, I, but think I don't want to talk about bad sequels really? though, because well, Independence Day sequel definitely drags it Terrible. down. But if, we're not if, talking about that. Yeah, I no. mean, if if the movie's standing on their own, they're both great. So, so it's tough to know. It's obviously been several years since John Wick come out, but mm-hmm. there's there's more time from Independence Day. You know, lasting legacy. I mean, they both change movies for different reasons. Yes. Well, see, here's the thing. I think Independence Day definitely did kind of. Uh, boost up the the Hollywood blockbuster at that time. It was having a little bit of a slump around that era, and I think that kind of said, no, we can do this. But Roland in a good Emmerich way, because Roland Emmerich as a genre kind of ruined the movie industry and action movies for no. two decades. What? Yeah, disaster Godzilla? movies. <laughs> um, but no, and then you get John Wick, which, I mean, first of all, revitalized Keanu Reeves' career, but also all the movies, action movies around that time were doing these little quick cut fight scenes where it was just like... Like Taken. Like right? Taken. Which where, is not on the list, it, where by the way. Obviously, they can't fight... Like right. in extended scenes, they don't know the choreography, so they'll just do quick cuts. Yeah. Whereas John Wick was directed or, or by stuntmen. A lot of the Marvel movies. Yes, mm-hmm. they do that now. Yeah. But now they'll have these long, drawn out choreographed scenes where he's punching, kicking, shooting, punching, kicking, shooting. And it is so amazing to watch and be like, Keanu Reeves is really doing that. Yeah. How's this? Uh, Independence Day made CGI better, John Wick made action movies better. Action Agreed. movies made fighting sequences. Better. Fighting sequences in action movies. Because they made us expect more. Hand to hand, it, there is a higher expectation because, oh, they did it in John Wick. 
But in accessibility, I mean, Independence Day was one of those movies everyone was talking about and everyone loved. John Wick is one guys love a lot. Mm, a John Wick for me is, I think, a Top Gun Maverick. I think everyone who sees it falls in love with a very simple story. Also, he did win our action hero bracket. Joel, what do you think? Kent voted for... John Wick. John Wick. I'm voting for Independence Day. I think okay. in the action genre, this needs to be represented as this worldwide destruction of buildings and, and Oh, that's coming up a lot. Yeah, mm. but it feels like to me that this was an action movie of its time, and John Wick but is... one-man army. It's so good, but I between the two of them, I mean, honestly, just looking at the box office numbers here, Independence Day was the bigger hit. Even though it came out decades before, and even without adjusting for inflation, Independence Day is the bigger... The Roland Emmerich movie, the, block, the summer blockbuster. Boom. Or the Action. little movie that could, which was John Wick. and But it has now become a big blob, blockbuster, yeah. for sure. Um, I'm going to give the nod narrowly to John Wick. I think it is, again, <sighs> That's a tough one. Hand-to-hand -hand combat moving forward better. Guys, Independence Day is an icon. You can't make these bad decisions at the beginning of the day. People, people <laughs> no, turn off the episode. Joel, Joel, they're all going to die. Hour in, Joel, they're all going to die. Every single one. John Wick moves on. We call him Baba Yaga. Next, we have Gone in 60 Seconds. A retired master car thief must come back to the industry to steal 50 cars with his crew in one night to save his brother's life. I'm so wired. A little tired. Versus Gladiator. La -da 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 -da. Ancient Lamentation? Uh, oh, man. I love Now We Are Free, Billy Stewart. A former Roman general sets out to exact vengeance against the corrupt emperor who murdered his family and sent him into slavery. Are you not entertained? <laughs> Okay, so should this movie be here? This Gladiator is the most actiony of war movies. Okay. It's, a warm, it's, a, it's a drama to me. This is a drama. And like, uh, through Gun and through. Gunny Six Seconds is a terrible a, film. <laughs> Stop it! I love it. Not a fan. So you're saying neither movie belongs here? There, no. Okay, there, there is the chase <laughs> with Eleanor at the end of Gone in 60 There's Seconds. Just, so, so Gone in 60 which, Seconds, a movie I like. It's it's slick. There's a little bit of fighting here and there. They, they try to set up a plot. The, the Mountain Dew filter they filmed that movie through. Oh, yeah. Super cool. I watched this movie. Like, but I do love the scene where, they're, you know, the chase at the end. He's driving on the docks. There's wrecking balls coming through the pressurized gas tanks, hitting cop cars and everything. It's fun to watch. It's a 2000 <sighs> movie. <sighs> I, I'm sorry. No, you're right. But also, people may say that about a two-and-a-half-hour war epic, right? I don't like Gladiator that much either. I know you don't. But, you know, Gladiator does have a battle scene at the beginning with a great score once again, which mm. always helps Hans the movie. Zimmer's so good. And it has an amazing villain with Joaquin Phoenix's comedy. That was like his big breakout as an adult Deservedly role. so. So good. And so it has the perfect hero villain. And I would say because of the Coliseum, because of the fights, it is an action movie, just barely. Because that, that is a question of like the... the the amount of drama to the amount of action. And yeah. I do think there's enough action in Gladiator to but pull it into that I, I am a little sad because Gone in 60 Seconds, we don't really have a lot of heist movies represented. And it is more of a team there heist a lot movie. Of heist movies. Mm -hmm. I know. Hey, it's the audience fault. But, um, is that, is, but isn't it an action movie? Like, is Ocean's Eleven an action movie? It's hard to yeah, tell. It's tricky. It's heist movies. Because there's not really fighting. Right. There is some chasing. Yeah. No, Gone in 60 Seconds is a slick, fun movie. Uh, but it, yeah, it's not anybody's pick for, oh, that was amazing cinema, but it's a good time and there's nothing it's wrong good time. with that. Fun fact. You're right. It is estimated that Gone in 60 Seconds lost the studio about $90 million. Wow. Although due to Hollywood accounting, Disney wrote it down as $212 million loss. Okay. Oh. Call her 60, 70, call it 80. Okay. Right. Take 80 from 200 and we got a deal. Let's not belabor this anymore. Gone in 60 Seconds does not. We'll see you on a Hollywood car show. Oh, for sure. Yep. Eleanor, I love you. And Gladiator moves on. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? 
Now we have Indiana Jones in The Last Crusade. In 1938, after his father goes missing. I like how they had to include the date on I that. Know. Well, while his father goes missing while pursuing the Holy Grail, Indiana Jones finds himself up against the Nazis again to stop them from obtaining its powers. Versus Tenet. Time real beyond something in Unfold Will That Mission, a on espionage international, a world twilight, a through journey's protagonist. Uh. I was going to complain that I couldn't hear what Kent was saying, but then I realized, oh, Tenet. Yeah. So look, I appreciate the nod to Tenet, but we can. It's probably, a fun movie. It's a fun movie. It's and and I will say. Creative action. It's a movie that like, does anyone remember? Because did anyone see? Right. Because there's it came so out much. At a tough time. There's a complicated plot that complicates Honestly, that I would actually say hidden action scenes, which are novel, but it's hard to pay attention when the, the plot is happening, and it's so overly complicated. Mm-hmm. I say this as a, as a former Nolan lover. Former? <laughs> That's what you guys always yeah, say. Yeah. Uh, I do think that this is Christopher Nolan's best action movie, like, mm. or his best, mm, his best action sequences, I'll say. Yes. With the backwards and forwards fighting. Yes. It's very creative. Crashing like said, a novel. plane. Such great action. Like he, especially in the early parts of his career, wasn't so great at doing action. Right. Like the action sequences were rough. Honestly, in the Batman movies, like the action's not well, why you watch those. But I think he gets so overwhelmed by, for example, there's this, the climactic battle is called the temporal pincer. And it's, it's actually really intense, but there's so much plot happening during the battle yeah. that you need to pay so much attention, you get lost in the shuffle. The, I need to watch this one again, honestly. The, the plot yeah. gets in the way. Watch it again with subtitles. I do. But the backwards hallway fight. Yeah. So cool. I do, I do feel bad for this movie, though, because like you said, it came out in a difficult time. And it was the, <laughs> there weren't that many movies that came no. out in 2020. Right. This was the fifth highest grossing movie of that year. Oh. Mm-hmm. After Demon Slayer. Oh. The eight An anime. Yeah. My People, My Homeland, and Bad Boys for Life. Okay, so what? only one of those was, was prominent domestically. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll beat that. So, yeah. The, it, but it, the, it did win Best for But the truck category, heist so. driving backwards in the, in the freeway the, the, the chase. Backwards driving is amazing. So what we're saying is that Indiana Jones Lester City is Which we haven't forward. talked about There's plenty more to say about it when it moves on to the next round. We're named the dog Indiana. Now we have Hot Fuzz. A skilled London police officer after irritating superiors with this embarrassing... and inf- This is a long thing. Basically, he goes to a small town to investi- investigate a string of grisly murders. Versus Inception. A thief who steals corporate secrets through the use of dream-sharing technology is given the inverse task of planting an idea in the mind of a CEO. Both of these movies are whole... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wow, it's like two of my favorite directors right here. Hot Fuzz, directed by Edgar Wright and starring Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, uh, Um, as you know from uh, Shaun of the Dead. Yes. And then Inception with Leonardo DiCaprio and and Ken Ken Watanabe and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. There's a lot of people in there. A mistake was made. Why? Hot Fuzz shouldn't be here? Hot Fuzz shouldn't be here. It's a love comedy. Uh, no, it it lampoons action movies that should have been on this list, like Point Break and Bad Boys 2. But I think the reason... Two movies that belonged on this list. But, Kent, I think the reason it is funny is because of the action. They're you're, not no. They're not making a lot of jokes. They're doing this straightforward you're action right. movie. But it's funny because you're like, I and get that and from it's another cool. movie. Even the parts where they like drop kicking the grandma, the, the town square <laughs> shootout, uh, a brawl in a grocery store. There are cool scenes... But I think of this movie it's as a straight up in laugh of, my face off movie. In, in, the, the <laughs> That's why. That could be. That's the only reason. Oh, and the violent, the gore. <laughs> I have a hard Fuzz. time watching Hot Fuzz because of... It hurts so oh, bad. Oh, man. So good. Um, but, but the other movie has a really cool spinning hallway scene. We'll talk about it more later. Because we're all moving Inception forward? Yep. Yes. Even though that Hot Fuzz has much more gunplay and much more action... It has Inception. like, but like British gunplay though. 
What's the conversion rate for British gun, gunplay? There's a bomb in it, too. <laughs> That's true. Well, Edgar Wright wanted to make Hot Fuzz because he said there isn't really good uh, cop films in the UK. It's not our tradition. Yeah. yeah. And so he wanted to make it. We got a, loads a of those here. Uh, yeah. And they, the title. Because cops have paddy wagons. Our, our cops became robots. They said the title was a joke mm-hmm. uh, because they just saw the two, two word. Uh, action movies of the 80s like uh, Point Break, Executive Decision. Yeah. And so they decided to just kind of basically draw a couple names out of a hat and be like, Hot Fuzz. Love it. Love it. I love the movie, but it's not going forward. Ooh. Inception moves on. Now we have The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. While Frodo and Sam edge closer to Mortar with the help of the shifty Gollum, the divided fellowship makes a stand against Sauron's new ally, Saruman, and his hordes of Isengard. This is the one where they're taking the hobbits to Isengard. What did you say? Versus Serenity. The crew of the ship Serenity tried to evade an assassin sent to recapture Telepath River. Sorry, Uh, your TV show got canceled. Joel, did you include Serenity? I didn't submit it. I know. In fact, uh, we should clarify right now. We did remove all names from the submissions. We we cannot play favorites. I tried to kick. Although I love whoever submitted Serenity. Yeah, I know you do. No, if you if you honestly watch Serenity, which I did as uh, the first exposure to this, I believe uh, 2005, Um, like four years after this show was canceled, Mm -hmm. I think it was. But I watched Serenity first. That was I watched it with no real context of the show. And it was a solid sci-fi action movie. I agree. That I thoroughly enjoyed. And I went, I want to know more. And I watched Firefly. Space Cowboys and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Space Western. It's wonderful. It is the capstone to Firefly. Mm-hmm. You have the TV series, which gets canceled kind of in the middle of, you don't even get a finale really. And then it's like, well, what happened? And this is that beautiful thing that I think every TV show, every, I totally agree. Every uh, mystery kind of mystery box TV show should get a built-in budget in their contract that says, if we get canceled, we get to make one semi-low budget movie to wrap up all the loose ends. Yeah. Because this is the in, reason in, why In that a lot of ways, great. it capitalized on the sadness and the humor and the action that the TV show couldn't do. Yeah. It did a lot of things with characters. I was like, oh, that's sad. But oh. also, for example, River is the uh, center of the action in this mm-hmm. movie, the character River. And there's a great fight with the Reapers, which is, is super cool. There's a space chase in this one, which may or may not hold up now. No. One of my favorite moments in all sci-fi is mm-hmm. in this movie. Is it? Okay. I absolutely. Leaf on the Wind? It. Uh, just before Leaf on the Wind. Yes, understood. Yeah, but I love that moment. Yes. I think there are some spectacular action sequences. And fun fact, on both of these choices, both the Two Towers and Serenity, it's hard to stand on their own. There is a whole yeah. whole other Agreed. thing surrounding them, and we are judging them just as themselves. It's a good point. And if you jump into Two Towers, you're going to be a little confused. I think you would and still ends, have a good time. Uh, two Towers recaps some things that have happened in the first movie. They though. do, but where does it end? You know, it doesn't have an ending. With an amazing battle. With an epic battle. Ending. With an epic battle, but then it's kind of like... they win. But they don't get the ring back to Mordor. Uh, that's, there's, the there's, wor- that's the worst part um, of the Lord of the Rings. There's, there's closure and some like, other The closure lines. is Samwise the Brave. So what's our vote? Joel, what's your vote? No, no, no. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Let's, let's be honest. Kent, what's your vote? <laughs> okay, it's two towers. Mine's two towers as well. Joel, yeah. you have to do it. You have to vote for Serenity. Well, that's the problem. That's actually, you guys are kind of reading my mind because what I was going to say is Lord of the Rings as a whole would move so far in this bracket. Sure. One by itself. It's trickier. It needs everything else. It can't just be on its own. Although the, probably the best battle sequences are in Two Towers. Yeah. Of the three, it's the action movie. It's, it is the, probably the most action-y of all. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'll give a, I'll give a, a, a lovingly uh, pity vote to Serenity. Good, good. It needs it. Even though I, I knew it wasn't going to move on. As soon as I saw it here, I kind of went, oh, I love whoever submitted that. And it's gone now. The two towers move on. 
They're taking the hobbits to Isengard! Next we have Edge of Tomorrow. A soldier fighting aliens gets to relive the same day over and over again, the day restarting every time he dies. Lived, I repeat. Versus The Matrix. When a beautiful stranger leads computer... Ha- no, <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> I have to be the Follow the white Keanu Reeves? Yeah. You can just say, yeah. When a computer hacker... <laughs> I'll just read the thing as it is. When a beautiful stranger leads the computer hacker Neo to a forbidding underworld, he discovers the shocking truth. The life he knows is the elaborate deception of an evil cyber intelligence. Stop it, synopses. Stop it. No. Uh, to Edge of Tomorrow. The, the synopses might as well just be, this is the Matrix. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so Tom Cruise, Emily Blunt, and Edge of Tomorrow, the Matrix, Keanu Reeves, and Lawrence Fishburne. Groundhog Day, but action. For me, the Matrix? two happy surprises. Yeah. yeah, Edge of Tomorrow was such a pleasant surprise because you're like, I think this is the point, like post War of the Worlds, you're like, sure, Tom Cruise, make another Mission Impossible movie. Oh, okay, you can do what you do. And then to see him be a humbled, kind of selfish character. I love his movie. character in this one. It, it's it so good. almost plays against type, but yes. not yeah. quite. Almost. It's the edge of where Tom Cruise likes to play <laughs> the idiot. But it's also kind of demeaning to say Matrix was a happy surprise because it changed movies. It changed action movies one yeah one of these movies is a happy surprise fun tom cruise movie and the other is the matrix one of these movies has very long drawn out conversation expl- uh, i would say exposition the exposition in the matrix is some of the most captivating exposition one I've of seen. these has non-stop boom boom pow pow blow them up fight scene good scene you're right. actions you're only right. blunt's dead eyes <laughs> <laughs> but also, but also, and, and I love Emily Blunt. I wish she was more of an action hero, even now. She does well in Mary Poppins sequences. Returns had some serious good action sequences. And they fly up and, the clock tower. And I, I love Edge of Tomorrow. I love that he grows, he evolves, and he knows, he predicts where the aliens will be. But name one action scene. There was the one. The, the entire one, movie. The one, where that, he, the one where he dies. Over and over, over and over. The one where he gets rolled over by the truck is the best part of the movie. <laughs> That's a great part. <laughs> right? The one the one where he and the groundhog drive off the cliff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually, Edge of Tomorrow was one of those movies that caught me completely by surprise. Totally. And I showed it to so many people because I'm like, you got to see this. It's like Groundhog Day, but an action movie. Yeah. Yeah. And it's as funny as it is action packed. Yeah. Somehow. They, they definitely did lighten, lighten the movie up a bit from the uh, source material of oh, all you need and is kill. It's kind of bizarre, right? Because th- there's comedy played through death yes yeah <laughs> but, I mean, groundhog but, day does the same but thing. it works yeah. yeah yeah but i think we're all saying it's gonna be the matrix moving sure. on it's gonna be the all matrix. due respect though mr anderson next we have terminator 2 judgment day a cyborg identical to the one who failed to kill sarah connor must now protect her 10 year old son john from an even more advanced and powerful cyborg Versus Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. A young Chinese warrior steals a sword from a famed swordsman and then escapes into a world of romantic adventure with a mysterious man in the frontier of the nation. How'd you, how'd you like that? Uh, <laughs> the warbling? You did music for mine, so I had to do it for yours. And yeah. I'm like, oh man, it's just beautiful music in Crouching Tiger. Play it on bamboo. Okay. T2 wow. versus Crouching Tiger. This is like two branches on the same tree of action where one is like they're dancing on the trees they're fighting (laughs) what is this beautiful well choreographed fight sequences and the other is just arnold schwarzenegger boom boom pow pow Um, blow things up but it's not just arnold schwarzenegger because you got to give credit to the t-1000 absolutely robert Robert patrick is like the standout performance in that it, well, I, not no, not necessarily just what he does, but what they do with him with the visuals. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing. Terminator 2 definitely changed Guys, the sa- whole action. Save genre. it because we're letting T2 go ahead. Death rattle facts for uh, Crouching uh, Tiger. Just like that? No, this seems it's, wrong. It's because Crouching Tiger influenced a genre for a solid decade. 
right? It, it perfected the genre in movies that came before it. Yes. Exposed but, a lot of uh, North American audiences but, to wire work. But to Joel's point, accessibility is low on Crouching Tiger because it's so fun and unbelievable. It's so cool to watch. But may I submit something? Yeah. Mm, yeah, I'll say it. Terminator 2 is better watch if it. you've seen Terminator 1. Yes. Because the whole thing of flipping the, the one who was hunting him mm-hmm. before yeah. to protecting him now was one of those mind-blowing moments people in the theaters went, wait, 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 what? And it made such a good twist. But it's not a requirement to enjoy the movie. It is not. But I say it elevates it. It, it does. It does make it better. Yeah. But I, unfortunately, did not see them that way. Yeah. I saw T2 first. And with uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, if you've seen Winnie the Pooh and the Blustery Day before, <laughs> similar. Elevates. Similar. You Tigger. Know, Crouching Tigger. You know what makes... <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know what makes Terminator much worse? What? Seeing T2 first. I was Does real it? confused in Terminator. Terminator 1 is a horror, more horror. Yeah. Terminator I was like, 2 is more why, action. Why is he being so mean? He he thumbs up the last one. <laughs> <laughs> that is confusing for a kid. That's a, the scenes in Crouching Tiger with the rooftop chase, the bamboo so forest chase, so the, a lot of chase here, the, the tea house brawl. It is magnificent. This is an influential movie, yes. no question. But this is not a movie that people return to and watch all that often. No, but they probably I, I probably should give this one another watch. I think every now and then I just need to watch this. Because I do think for the art yes, alone, it's a little bit dull. Yes, but it is impressive. If you've not seen Crouching really Tiger, is. Hidden Dragon, give it a shot. T two moves on. Now we have Predator. A team of commandos on a mission in a Central American jungle find themselves hunted by an extraterrestrial warrior. E T. <laughs> That's not E T. Versus Mission Impossible Fallout. Ethan Hunt and this IMF team. <laughs> We're just getting music for everyone. Now. Yes, we are. <laughs> Along with some familiar allies race against time after a mission gone wrong. Now, this is interesting because this is the sixth movie in a franchise. Is this the, is this the one with the Burj Khalifa? No. Is this the one with the sandstorm? No. The way I remember it Zach's is... Zach's trying to be funny because they kind of tie together. The way I remember Fallout is it's the one with nuclear fallout. No, my wife has a better one. This is... You know how it's... You know it's Fallout because they fall out of helicopters. <laughs> I will and stick the, with me the now. halo jump as well. Yeah. And they fall out of planes. But some... I was going to say <laughs> some people argue that Fallout is the best installment of the franchise. Some have argued that. I argue that... Really? Yes. Even though it was only the eighth highest grossing film of 2018. I don't care about money All hell Infinity for War. obvious reasons. Uh, no, this is one where Tom Cruise, every single movie, he amps up what he dedicates himself to the role. And this movie, he just would not quit. That Halo jump alone, he spent uh, an entire I, year I actually, um, so I just watched this movie recently. Yeah. For I the knew first about, time. I, for the first time. I knew about the Halo jump. CG completely ruins it. The thunderstorm. Oh, I see you're saying ruins because they actually shot him they sh- and yeah. then they added if a you thunderstorm. Just had him, I get what you're saying. I've, Zach, seen, I've seen the what behind are you the talking s- about. That was a real thunderstorm. <laughs> Tom Cruise didn't jump through a real thunderstorm. So the behind the scenes are better than the actual scene in the movie. So, uh, yeah, and this is a good one because I think both movies have their flaws. I think Predator obviously has the legacy, even though the sequels are just horrendous. Oh. Predator has this legacy, but what's going on, Predator? Are they? Th- is it post-war? Are they there for a war? What's happening? They're not there for. It doesn't they're matter. Mercenaries. Because this, they're not there where for are a they? war. Where are they? They're in. Uh, oh, I know this. The jungles of. It's South America. Do you know why? No, it, Central America. Do you know why it doesn't matter? Because it's a bunch of army buddies. Yeah. They get slaughtered one by one. Fifth generation fighters, Kent. Yeah. <laughs> Fifth generation fighters. I should. I thought they were fourth. I'm yeah, so, so sorry. Silly. No, it doesn't matter because this is the quintessential big oh. dumb action movie from the 80s. It's a. It's a. Is it's it? It's a fictional Central American company because they didn't want to offend. 
Because it's almost like a horror film. No, it is. That is. This is action horror. This mm-hmm. is in my horror training list because yeah. it is terrifying to suddenly be the hunted. That is a ter- terrifying thought. And the creature effects are spectacular. They're spectacular. Yep. So I don't think you guys are going to vote for Fallout, but I'm just going to give it some death rattle facts really quick. Why? It has the most action, I think, of most movies on this bracket. It's so. It doesn't even have the so most much... action of Mission Impossible movies. Yeah, yeah, it, it absolutely does. does. The helicopter chase, bathroom fight, halo jump, rooftop chase where Tom Cruise broke his leg, the motorcycle police chase. All these yeah, scenes waiting. are so... I have every scene he here. Is, yeah. All of these scenes are so incredible, but it's almost mind-numbing. That's where I think the flaw comes, and you're going, hey, cut out 30 minutes, save it for the sequel, because there's so much happening. I'm too thrilled. Which, yeah. <laughs> is, is that weird? I'm too thrilled. I'm too thrilled. I got to be honest. Like I, I, is I will give the tip of the cap to Predator. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch this movie. Oh please! You don't want to Predator. This Predator is not, regular. Maybe maybe it's it hasn't aged well in my mind. Predator is regular Hilton Boy viewing. We've watched this movie really? sure so many times. Yeah. We can quote it endlessly. The TV version endlessly. Of course, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I I love Predator. I think it is a fantastic movie, and I think it is between the two. And this is this is the divergence of the action genre, uh-huh. but I do feel Predator is more action than Mission even Impossible, though it is slower, which is more intrigue and espionage. I think action is straight up firing, mowing down a jungle with but, a with but a if, minigun. minigun. But yeah. if Mission Impossible Amazing. pulls off the espionage, I think that shouldn't be counted against it. I'm not saying no. no I'm not saying it's, it pulled it off. And it pulled it off well. Right. But in regard to, I mean, you look at Mission or excuse me, Predator, which is a brisk 107 minutes compared to Mission Impossible, which is 147 minutes. I had to watch it over two nights. Lagging moments. If I'm looking for heart pounding action. Mission Impossible has its moments. Yeah. Predator, it's almost the entire time. Yeah. So I'm voting well, Predator. I think Predator has the build that is necessary for kind of like a video game sort of movie. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a boss battle where the main character needs to, to needs to evolve. And that's what Arnold does in this movie. Whereas I think Mission Impossible, you're like, okay, I've had enough. Uh, but once again, <laughs> I'm just going to give the pity vote to Fallout because mm-hmm. for me, I like it more. Wow. I never thought I'd see the day where you give Mission Impossible a pity vote. I, well, I thought that would I be, know it's not going I forward. I thought that would be your vote. Well, it is my vote. But also, I know how good Predator is as well. I will watch <laughs> Mission Impossible Fallout again before I watch Predator. But uh, the, uh, Predator is a genre definer. Yeah. It really is. Get to the chopper! Next up, we have Star Wars. Luke Skywalker. No music, Kent? Oh, Luke Skywalker joins the forces. You don't have to with the Jedi <laughs> like, Knight. What song? No, listen, listen, listen to this. I always love these IMDb synopsis because they write them as if no one knows what this is. Right. Luke Skywalker joins forces with a Jedi Knight, a cocky da, da, pilot, da, da, a Wookiee, and da, da, two da, da, droids da. to save the galaxy from, Empire, from the Empire's world-destroying battle station. And aliens. Decades after surviving the Nostromo incident, Ellen Ripley is sent out to reestablish contact with the terraforming colony. It's too much information, but finds herself battling the alien queen and her offspring. So we should, I want to point this, this out right now. Sucks. This is a hard matchup. I hate it. This is a final rounder. But the, we actually did seed, we took your suggestions, your 30, we whittled it down to 32, and then we seeded them according to worldwide box office numbers. Mm-hmm. So when this one pulled up, we all kind of went, oh. Would Star Wars be considered an action or adventure movie if it didn't have the trench run? It's the classic hero's journey. That's an adventure. It is. It is is adventure, but there is... It's it's a Western, which are considered action and adventure movies. Yes. I say yes. There's plenty of pew-pew in Star Wars. Lots. There's ships. There's flying away. There's chases. I'm talking just stormtroopers shooting everywhere. Stormtroopers shooting everywhere. Everywhere else. You know, they get in the Millennium Falcon and shoot the... 
the TIE Fighters. And then Aliens is, once again, much like Terminator to Terminator 2, going from a horror um, to an action. My first rated R movie. Alien. <laughs> Congratulations. Really? Yes. Uh, yes. Alien is a, more of a horror movie, and Aliens is more of an action movie. It is kind of the James Cameron formula, right? Mm-hmm. To take a horror movie that he didn't direct the first Alien, but then to make the sequel and go, I'm going to change genres. And then he makes one of the most iconic action movies of all time. Yeah. Game over, man. Game over. Game over. over. This is a difficult one. I am, however, going to give the edge to Star Wars, only because it's when I'm Star Wars. It's Star, (laughs) yes, only because it's Star Wars. And when just thinking about which one I've watched more and which one more people have watched, Star Wars has the edge here in box office. Aliens is so good. (laughs) It is. It is. We can't just dismiss it. There's so many good movies on this. This isn't the good movie bracket. This is the action movie bracket. Yeah, and you're but you're giving it to which is the better movie. In your mind. Star Wars. Okay. So you're giving it to the good movie. Because I'm going to give it to the action movie. Aliens is the better action movie. Entertainment Weekly said it's the greatest pure action movie ever. Empire Magazine gave it number two on their list of action movies. Oh, you subscribe Rolling to all those magazines? Gave it number 10. You subscribe to all those? All those. I read mm-hmm. Rolling Stone today. It's terrible. Yeah. No, it's terrible. <laughs> but going by the list of credible quote unquote sources, this is on the list. Do Star think- Wars never shows up. In fact, Empire Strikes Back is seen as more of an action movie because they actually use the lightsabers. But one of these movies gave they us the lightsabers in Star Wars. They do, no, One of the these training. movies gave us. Oh, the- they do not. Darth Vader and uh, they use Obi Wan do not use those I lightsabers. Didn't say how I just said use them. <laughs> they do use them. One of these movies gave us the Last Jedi, and the other gave us Prometheus. So. <laughs> wow. Jeez. But once again, How, you're wait, using is this. Is that can of soda half full or half empty? Hey, listen, Predator argument. Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't use the sequels against it. I think Aliens is one of those. Like the end fight. Yeah. Wait, is in, like, the me- so incredible. If in you the haven't seen, suit. by the way, uh, the, the series, the movies that made us mm-hmm. on Netflix, they do a whole episode on Aliens. And it is amazing to me that move, that movie actually came out considering all the drama that happened yeah. behind the scenes. And Aliens was filmed on an $18 million budget, which is very small when it you consider how it looks and what it was doing. Right. So it's, it's an impressive movie, Ken, and it is a very good action But movie. I think you're going a little soft on uh, for Legacy, right? Star Wars because it's Star Wars, right? Because of the 50 years of movies it's there's created There's dogfights, there's shooting, there's lightsabers. Yeah, so if you have to take it at, at its movie, try and separate it from its legacy and take it and as a Kent movie. And Kent before was trying to separate it from the trench battle, which is, I don't know if you know this, Kent, literally part of the movie. No, I like it. I it's really like a, it. But it's, you're saying like, no, but without for, that action sequence. For me, that is the action scene. Okay. Because the, Kent, if you remove all the guns from Aliens, is it an action movie? I'm not saying <laughs> remove it. I'm saying it's the one great action set piece of the movie. Zach, I know you got to go Star Wars because we're going to get in trouble. I, I actually complain to you guys. You, you have it on record. I complain to you guys all the I, time. I hate this matchup <laughs> so much. Yeah. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't Same. be here. We shouldn't be talking about these here. This is not a first rounder for sure. But I do have to go with Star Wars, not just because of legacy, but because I love the the you know a new hope. I love Star Wars. We wore out this tape. That is a pet peeve of mine, by the way, is when people say, when I say Star Wars, and they're like, which one? And I'm like, if no, I say Star Wars, it's the first one. It's yeah. Star Wars. Yes, yeah. that's that's what it's really called. Okay, I'm sorry, aliens. I didn't want to do it. Game over, man. Game over. Star Wars moves on. The Force will be with you. Always. Now we have The Fast and the Furious. Los Angeles police officer Brian O'Connor must decide where his loyalty really lies when he becomes enamored with the street racing world he's been sent to uncover to destroy. <laughs> oh, that makes it sound so, like a much smarter movie than it actually is. They're still in DVD players. Woo! Versus Casino Royale. After earning 00 status and a license to kill, secret agent James Bond sets out on his first mission as 007. How is this the only James Bond movie that was even submitted? Oh, you're right. 
that, because that is weird to me because James Bond there is like, are better James Bond there are better action James movies. Bond action movies. This is arguably the best James Bond movie, but more of a James Bond drama. Yeah, exactly. It's the high stakes action world of Texas. I, I, Texas I call it. It's more of a fast paced sitting movie. Fast paced sitting because movie. it's a very clever sitting movie. He saves his life from his Aston Martin. I don't want to see the sitting scene of this movie again. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> That scene alone, man. But, but I think people are going, hey, James Bond can do parkour. James right? Bond, it that opening parkour sequence to the masses. is fantastic. Yeah. It's great. Uh, and then Fast and the Furious. Man. Okay. Why is dumb. it this one? Okay, whoever voted for this, I appreciate you. I see you. But Fast Five or Furious 7 should have been the pick. Because, because those are more the straightforward action movies. And this is literally point break, but with cars. You're right. Instead of surfing. Like the climactic battle is a race. And then, spoiler alert... Do we even need to know? No, it's just a car race. And that's it. But car racing does, it's a chase. That's part of an action genre. Mm -hmm. There's that subgenre of cars. You know, Zach can tell us what car Dom was driving in the final Uh, Dodge 68 Dodge Charger. See? Or is it 70? I don't remember. I don't like, I I don't like, I don't trust Zach now. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Brian was driving in uh, Mitsubishi Eclipse. But do either of these movies, no, it was a Supra. I suck. I don't, I actually don't like this movie that much. Do either, he's driving a Supra Toyota. Do either movies profess to be an action movie? I think Casino no. Royale does because it is in the ve- the vein that's already been established yeah. in action. Okay. It's piggybacking on the rest of the and franchise. And that opening sequence alone is action movie to a T. It is. And then it slows down. A lot. You, you guys know where I stand. I don't like Fast and the Furious. I, I, the later movies are more fun. But this one, uh, this just happens to be a part of car culture that I, I despise. And I'm a huge James Bond fan. I'm voting Casino Royale. If it, argue amongst yourselves. If it were Fast Five versus Casino Royale, Fast Five That's would closer. be my pick. No, for sure. Easily, because it's straightforward. It knows what it is. is it's that, a dumb is, action movie. Is that the one with the It's the, the heist where they get saved. I saw the sandstorm. That's, that's, that's the... He with climbs the, on the, the Burj Khalifa <laughs> car. He, the car, he climbs on the Burj Khalifa. He gets out of the Russian prison? Yeah, that's okay. the one. It's got to be Casino Royale. The franchise that it launched is an iconic franchise. Uh, excuse me, I should clarify. The Fast franchise Fast and Furious. Furious, the Fast and Furious launched, is an iconic action franchise. Uh, yes. They went to space, it. Joel. I still haven't yes. seen that one. I, I'm not a fan of the franchise. But this movie, I, I'm sorry, this movie sucks. <laughs> I really hate it. When I think of Fast and the Furious, though, I'm trying to think of one definitive action scene in that movie, and I cannot. Therefore, it's, I'm choosing Casino Royale NOS. as well. It's, it's them using NOS, which is Jordana that's Brewster's in the movie, Joel. That's about as good as your argument about Megan Fox. <laughs> Pink S2000s. <laughs> Casino Royale moves on. The name's Bond. James Bond. Now we have Mission Impossible. An American agent under false suspicion of disloyalty must discover and expose the real spy without the help of his organization and find the knock list. Was that Moby? Versus Raiders of the Lost Ark. In 1936. I knew you were going to do that. In 1936, once again, they give the date. Archaeologist and adventurer Indiana Jones is hired. <laughs> is hired by the U.S. government to find the Ark of the Covenant before the Nazis can obtain its awesome powers. This is another one where I have a awesome uh, a title discrepancy all the time. This is just called Raiders of the Lost Ark. Originally, it was just called Raiders of the Lost Ark, and then they added Indiana Jones and the... I actually hate Mission colon Impossible as a title because it messes with the sequels. Because they should be Mission, Mission Impossible colon I, But I know it's, I know it's a Mission Impossible. Yeah, no, no, it's Mission colon Impossible dash whatever the it title is. It just ruins is. the sequels. Yeah. M dash. Yeah. This one's interesting because you have a total adventure swashbuckler with Raiders. And then Mission Impossible is that spy movie with some very notable set pieces. Two, again, iconic imagery. So what do you think? Scenes. So so you've got hanging down from the The, the high wire there. And then 
yeah, absolutely. He's trying to be quiet when he's they're sneaking into the CIA, and then Tom Cruise blowing up in off the helicopter in the onto tunnel the onto the train. Oh, don't that forget, is also, so cool. don't forget when he smashes the gum on the fish smashes tank the gum and it the, blows up behind him. Also, as he runs away. the intro is terrifying to me when the oh, team the falls apart. It's terrifying Ooh. when everything falls. I, I'm sorry. I still think this is the best Mission Impossible. I love it. I'm with you. And it, I just saw it for the first time like a month ago. Zach, it shouldn't have worked because Mission Impossible was a, a 60s TV series. I've seen episodes hey, it was of rebooted the in the 80s for two seasons. Oh, yeah, because that worked out. But, I mean, Tom Cruise was the reason it worked, but also the writing was, was cool. Yeah. The, the the stunts were cool. This was definitely and, before Tom Cruise was doing a lot of his own stunts, and, probably. And the mask stuff wasn't overplayed. Yeah. Wait till two. <laughs> but like the movie shouldn't work and look what it started. And then you have arguably the best Indiana Jones movie. No, Argu- um, arguably. I'm saying because we could argue about it. Because la- I mean, Last Crusade. Last yeah. Crusade's more fun. This one's better. Some people who've been kicked in the head by a mule might say that. Temple uh, of Doom. Temple of, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is the best oh, one. Oh, yep. no. Th- this one's tough. But I, I have to say that whenever. Uh, I asked this question anecdotally to people in the barbershop. Mm-hmm. This was 80% of the time the first answer. Because I, I phrased it like this. When you think of action-adventure movies, what comes to your mind first? Not necessarily what's your favorite. What comes to your mind? Almost every single time people say Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes. It, it, if you Google it right now, action-adventure movie, it's probably the first result. Mission Impossible is awesome. I'm a big fan. I'm now a huge fan of this franchise, and I love this movie. I will absolutely watch it again over and over. But it's not Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's a clean sweep, right? Okay. Yeah, it is. Because yeah. here's a, and it's weird because once again, if this were the action bracket, I'd question it. But since the action adventure bracket, sure. adventure is Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. I hate snakes, Doc. I hate them. And finally, through the first round, and we're finishing this thing in this episode. Oh my goodness, we have the Princess Bride. A bedridden boy's grandfather reads him the story of a farm boy turned pirate <laughs> who encounters numerous obstacles, enemies, and allies in this quest to be reunited with his true love. Versus the Dark Knight. When the menace known as the Joker wreaks havoc and chaos in the people of Gotham, Batman must accept one of the greatest psychological and physical tests of his ability to fight injustice. This is a weird one. Was that the saw? Princess, that was the, yeah, yeah. Princess Bride is a weird one on this bracket. It is. I'd say it's arguably more a comedy. But, comedy adventure. It, but that's the thing is that once again, the comedy, they're not trying to make each other laugh on screen. The comedy comes from what's happening. I think the comedy comes from just watching it happen, like the the, the sword fighting, because there's some cool sword fights here. Yes. But you're it's never scared, right? It's the interplay. Never scared? Do you, only... you see the shrieking eels? Oh, okay. I agree. Also, the Are sca- USs? The, I don't think they exist. The, <laughs> the, the part with the most stakes for me is the machine that takes years off your life. Yeah. Like that's... It's like sci-fi level crazy. But this is a movie based on dialogue, which I think is such a Utah favorite, right? It is. It's the most quotable movie in Utah. Napoleon Dynamite was there for a minute. I don't even think it's just in Utah quotable because it is like cult classic. I think what was it? The recent uh, 20th, 30th anniversary? When they had all the celebrities. Right around the time. Listen, just like we save Newsies, we save Princess Bride. I think Utah made this thing what it is <laughs> because it's just such a, a family movie, which maybe it might be on the wrong bracket. And I might go out there and say this. I think this is one of the most genre crossing movies out there. Okay. Where you this get the, very the action adventure, define. you get the romance, you get the comedy, you get, totally. even get horror in some yeah. parts. If you go on to IMDb right now, I believe you'll find that the first category is adventure and the second is family. That's tough to define. <laughs> Family's a hard genre to define. Yes, in general, because it can—it's such a big umbrella. It's so just I think the princess darn likable. I think the Princess Bride is a movie of movies, but I don't think it's an action movie. But I also don't think the Dark Knight is an action movie. 
You're wrong, I think you're, you're is, wrong Zach. No, the, the Dark Knight, <laughs> that's what elevated it. That's what, It's not just a dumb superhero cape flick. This is a crime drama. And that's why it's so much better than everything else. It's the only uh, hero movie on the superhero uh, on this bracket. And even then, he's not a superhero. I was shocked by the lack of James Bond movies that we got submitted. I was also shocked by the lack of superhero movies. Avengers is not here. Action movie. No, they chose the right one. Avengers is TV level quality. Let's be real. Infinity War should have been on the list. Infinity War? Yeah, not Endgame. Not Endgame. Oh, you two. The Dark Knight is a, a, a thrilling crime drama. I don't know that uh, it should be here. On the thrilling, bracket, like yeah, like the bank heist at the beginning, that is kind of like an action movie. Sure. The chase where the truck flips. I, oh, I so really good. the explosion of really, a hospital. I really don't like the chase. What? What? It's so confusing when You're, they go you under pod racing. When they go under into the tunnels, it's confusing. I don't know what's happening now. The imagery. Have of you ever the driven in Chicago? It is confusing. <laughs> I have to say, it's more of an action movie. If, if we're looking Bride. at hero villain, is one of the best examples. Chasing on the list. and fighting. The duality of these two. I love that uh, in this movie uh, called The Dark Knight, uh, Bruce Wayne rarely makes an appearance. He is Batman basically the entire time. Yeah. Is he ever and so truly you Bruce really, Wayne? Exactly. You really get the hero versus villain, which yeah. as we talked about at the beginning, like that's so important for our action movies. Wesley is a great hero. Yes. Fantastic. But Humperdinck. Humperdinck. Humperdinck's a great villain. It's a comedy. He's it so should smarmy. be. If we do comedy of comedies, I want to talk about Princess Bride again. It may. I'm not excluding it if someone submits it for if the comedy If we do drama of dramas, I wouldn't mind talking about The Dark Knight. But here, it's got to be The Dark Knight. Yes, it is. I agree. Sorry, Princess Bride. Some men just want to watch the world burn. Let's get ready to kill some darlings. Oh, my goodness. It's, we've talked about all these movies. We're going to move through this fast and furious, but not like the fast and furious. Without the fast and furious. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. All right. Moving on. Are we just going gut check? Because I'm yes. going to hurt with every single one of these. Yeah. Now, there's no Don't winning too much. after this. This is going to be hard for on everyone. Mistakes will be made, and that's okay. No, never. Not I a make it sell. We have Jurassic Park versus Mad Max Fury Road. So Jurassic Park has raptors in the kitchen. Great scene. Uh, clever girl. The T-Rex Jeep scene, right? We all remember this. My goodness. Mad Max Fury Road has driving into the sandstorm. The war cavalry arriving with a flaming guitar. The doof warrior in tow. Uh, the fight between Furioso and Max, which the choreography with that one, go back and watch that. It's super cool. This is a, a newer one, which we could all see as straight up action. And this is one that we just hold so dear. And that's why I'm so split here because... This is hard. I there. Hmm. If I'm going to sit down and say, I feel like watching a thrilling movie, Mad Max Fury Road. If I want a movie that's comfort food, it's Jurassic Park. Do you guys have a choice? I do. And I'm strictly looking at this once again from uh, an action plus accessibility. Now, does that mean nostalgia? Because to me, that equals nostalgia for you. I'm looking at the fact that uh, Jurassic Park made $1.1 at the box office. That it was, at one time, the highest grossing film ever. Beating out E.T. and then getting defeated by... uh, Avatar, right? Titanic. Yeah, and then Avatar. Then Avatar, yeah. Mm. So you're going to make a case for biggest box office being quality movies? In this genre? It's an element. Okay. You can't, you can't deny box office appeal. You can't. Because or that shows ten, a lot of people... 10 Academy series. Award nominations for Fury Road. In a mo- several wins. Yes. Techn- hmm. well, I, I'll, essentially all the technical wins. You mean uh, the film uh, winning three Academy Awards for technical achievements in sound and design? Love Jurassic it. Park? I love this. Well played, sir. Uh, and also, uh, Jurassic Park has been selected by the Library of Congress to be in the National Film Registry. Almost, I was going to say, not all of these action movies get that achievement mm-hmm. i'm giving this to jurassic park simply because the action in it is heart pounding and thrilling the entire time 
and it's some, you're, it, you're describing Fury Road. Well, but I was going <laughs> to mention dinosaurs um, because the dinosaurs aren't even in it that much. And that's what I think. I think it's a slice of fear. Every once in a while, you have a scene that is so cool to watch because dinosaurs are scary. But Fury Road is going to be my vote because the is, editing, production design, the score, every filmmaking aspect here is top notch. Watching Jurassic it's, Park. It's steak that you bite into and it's always good. Look, Kent, I'm not going to downplay Mad Max Fury Road. And I'm not going to downplay Jurassic Park. But it's basically just a, a road trip movie. Straight up action movie, you mean. <laughs> Because like, you know this. I downplayed it intentionally. I know. <laughs> I and I'm like, I will not you. let you. I want to see your angry eyebrows. No, I feel like Jurassic Park from beginning to end is that Do, kind of like hold my breath. I'm I'm feeling the danger they're feeling on screen. Mad Max Fury Road is a fun roller coaster. They're both action movies. One is more adventure. So one, one war rig action. versus 300 cars behind you. It's uh, the pursuit. Both. It's yeah. dinosaurs versus a cavalry. My favorite part of Mad Max Fury Road is the part in the desert, though. Remember that part? Where there's yes. explosions? The amazing two hours of it. And a guitar on fire? Uh, Zach, we're so sorry. You're gonna, this is going to happen the whole show. <sighs> Not if you vote first, Zach. Yeah. If you vote first, you put the burden on one of and us. I'll, and I'll, I'll put it in there. Okay, I'll just say it. Uh, both of these movies are on my list of all-time favorites. And Jurassic, really? Yes, both of them. But Jurassic Park's easily top three. So I have to vote Jurassic Park. Top three movie or top three action movie? Top three, both. Jurassic Park moves on. Welcome. To Jurassic Park. Now we have Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl versus Die Hard. This may be one of the most definitive adventure movies out there against one of the most definitive action movies out there. I think what makes Black Pearl work is that Captain Jack is not quite an action star. No. It's only in the sequels when he becomes an action hero that it gets bad. He's almost not even the main character in the original mm-hmm. movie. It's like it's Will and Will. Elizabeth. Are both of these movies surprisingly good? Uh, Die Hard's not surprisingly good. Are you sure? No, it's, it's surprised people good? because they're like Die Hard the, is incredible. I understand that it's down. No, but when but they it's, cast it's a him, dumb cop movie. That's oh, I get, awesome. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I get what you're saying. When it came out, people were like, Bruce Willis, the guy from Moonlighting, right. is going to be an action hero. Yeah, Psh. or it's like an adaptation of a Disney ride. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Both of them shouldn't have been as good as they are. Right. But one of them's Die Hard. <laughs> uh, we all love pirates. We all well, love I, all these I movies. really love pirates. It, a little bit watered down in the sequels, but it's it's Die Hard. <laughs> yeah. Can I just do this real quick? Just, yeah, please. I want to read my review for Pirates of the Caribbean: The Curse of the Black Pearl. It says, I remember when I first heard they were making a movie based on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, I was very skeptical. However, the first time I saw it, it blew me away, and it still holds up after all these years. None of the sequels have the same magic as this one does. Curse of the Black Pearl is unique. It's thrilling. It's comedic. It's everything you want an adventure movie to be. Drink up me hearties, yo-ho. Five, five stars. Five, five stars. Five stars. You don't do that anymore. Now, I would like to read my review for Die Hard. Fact. Die Hard is one of the best action movies of all time. Five stars. That's all nice. you said? It says it right there. Yeah. But it also said greatest adventure movie, you so did? I am going for Die Hard All as right. one of the best that's moved forward here. I'm so sorry, Pirates. Pirates is really good, though. Yeah. It is it's really like, good. Uh, really these good. are all really good. They're really good. Yeah. Okay, Die Hard moves on. Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Now we have John Wick versus Gladiator. All right, Joel doesn't really like Gladiator. Joel, it seems like you're not really sold on John Wick. No, no, I love John Wick. Okay. Just in the context of the two, I was, I was, I have to downplay it when I don't want to vote for it. He was it. expecting I Independence see. Day to move on. I was, and so I have to downplay it. But looking between these, there's no doubt in my mind John Wick should move on as the action movie. Uh, we, we, I was questioning Gladiator even being here. In the even first though place. Gladiator got number four on Ranker, which is a user review I site. I like Ranker. I like Ranker as well. It's Gl- that whole, it's a better movie thing. 
It's well, like more enriching yeah. and more interesting, but action-wise, <laughs> John Wick. Yeah. Uh, it is by the, the way, I like this. Two. I like this term here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says Gladiator has been credited with reinventing the sword and sandal genre, which yeah. I was like, sword and sandal. Oh, that's what I call it. Yeah. yeah. I just call it adventure movie, but I, I I like that. Yeah, like I went and saw a Henry Cavill sword and sandal movie just because I had heard he was cast as Superman. It By was the terrible. Way, yeah, and Gladiator, well, uh, Gladiator won Best Picture that year. It is the second highest grossing film of 2000. Do you guys know what number one is? 2000? Yeah. Mm, crouching. Um, no, I don't know. Josie Mission, and the Pussycats. Mission Impossible 2. What? Uh, it's the <laughs> only thing that beat Gladiator did, in the oh, box hold on. office. Did a slow motion dove just go by? <laughs> <sighs> you voting for John Wick? I'm voting for John Wick in regard Clean to sweet. John Wick moves on. Yes, John Wick, that's right. I'd like to make a dinner reservation for 12. Now we have Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade versus Inception. Hmm, I hate this bracket. Okay, so the scenes from Last Crusade, Young Indy's intro on the Cirque Strain, so yeah, fun. River Phoenix. Oh, great, the, great. the motorcycle chase, the Venice boat chase, and the tank chase at the Ooh, end, the which is exceptional. Chase. That's yeah. a fun uh, one. Scenes from Inception, we have the city bending, which is visuals we've never seen before. The hallway fight, which we all know. By the way, do you guys ever picture yourself trying to film the hallway fight? <laughs> Like, yes. like, what would I do? Would I fall over a lot? Would they have to stop the spinning hallway? Because that thing was really moving. Absolutely real. Uh, the Mombasa chase and the cafe explosion. This is a visual treat. You can't just say Mombasa chase. What does oh, that Mombasa mean? chase. That's the scene with Tom Hardy when those two goons come after them and they kind of oh. just travel through the streets. Yeah. Uh, really fun to watch. I, I hate this bracket. For me, Last Crusade is not as much of, a, of an action-y movie. It is, to me, more, it's of, more a, of an action it's comedy. It's a buddy comedy, which I love well, because no, those, I, uh, Harrison Ford and Sean Connery are great. They are, and I, I, I'm going to kind of agree with you here. I feel like Raiders of the Lost Ark is action drama, and yeah. I think Indiana Jones in Last Crusade is action comedy. The stuff with, uh, what's her name, Ilsa? Yes, where they like yeah. that, that interplay the little what, love, the love triangle makes? there. <laughs> but now it's woof, woof, woof. yeah, the, that's, <laughs> that's, that's interesting. Uh, I mean, the, the story itself, what they're searching for, you love that. The, the only the penitent man will pass. Like that's all good, but it to me is not as nearly as actiony as Inception. Inception being a love letter to James Bond films. Yes, See, uh, but then taking it up uh, to a cerebral level. Sure. Is my candy. However, I would argue that I think that Indiana Jones and Last Crusade is more action-y than Inception because Inception does have a lot more uh, dramatic depth to it, being these long conversations, these discussions of philosophy and what's mm-hmm. going to happen with yeah, action pieces interspersed throughout, whereas Indiana Jones, is it's the ride of Disneyland. It's that roller coaster I, but ride I, I you're going through the whole time. Last Crusade, I love it, but it complements what came with Raiders before. We named the dog Indiana. <laughs> like I, I think it, I, I, it's a brilliant movie, but it is not Inception. Uh, and I think Inception for the iconic hallway fight alone. I think that's what One really puts it over the edge. One fight does not an action kind of like make my yes. argument with the trench the, run, right? The the snowy whatever the snowy layer at the end. That's yes. a huge action scene. I know there there are action scenes in it, but I do feel like it's more of a drama. The than action. the action concepts within this movie are greater than the whole. And I think the Indiana Jones Last Crusade is more adventure in that regard. Mm-hmm. More more thrills per... I'm saying we got Raiders. Minute. I think we're covered. I think Indiana Jones Last Crusade needs to move on. I think it, it is a, a very enjoyable film, but Inception has better action. So I'm going to go with Inception. Mm-hmm. And Inception moves on. Well, dreams, they feel real while we're in them, right? It's only when we wake up that we realize something was actually strange. Now we have the Lord of the Rings, the two towers versus the Matrix. Oh, my word. (laughs) Now, come on. Now, guys, 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 let's not belabor the point here. When it comes to good movies, these are both good movies. No one's going to argue either one of these is a bad movie. Okay. 
But we're looking at action here, action movies. And when it comes to Two Towers, there are Kay. two really good action moments. And a bunch of talking. And a bunch of talking and walking. But there, you just said there was a bunch of talking in the Matrix, too. I would say the fight between Gandalf yeah, and the, the Balrog. Argument, not this one. <laughs> Helm's Deep is 40 minutes. There's the last March of the Ents. There are several action scenes which are great. I don't like the Ents. <laughs> well, no, Zach hates trees. Too much so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't like trees. Like, it's, like. it's almost a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> don't eat the Ents. <laughs> no, Joel, you're right. I don't want to belabor the point because it is Matrix, but I want to say as an ensemble, accessible fantasy movie, which has so rarely been done in oh, Hollywood. Yeah. How amazing is Lord of the Rings? Is so it, amazing. Is it accessible? We should do a yes. whole show on Lord of the Rings. Uh, did you see how much money they made, Zach? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate your argument made, Joel, uh, last round about standing on its own. Well, and, and that's ultimately, true. With Two Towers being on its own, it's, it's missing the bookends, and The Matrix is the only movie ever made of that yeah, series. It, it's so weird that they so never made a sequel. It's amazing. Such a good concept. The Matrix moves on. Come on, stop trying to hit me and hit me. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 this, no. Oh, oh, my word. We have Terminator 2, Judgment Day versus Predator. Are you no. kidding me, Arnold? No, no, no. Wow. <laughs> good luck. So I'm picture Arnold rolling in the mud, right? And then you've got the T-800. Oh, um, I'll tell you what tips it. The T eight hundred is amazing, but the T one thousand. It's to, Man, for me, I tell you what. I think the the villain is better in Terminator. Being seen and, and like we've kind of said, sequels kind of ruin things. But T two became the sequel, the standard. Absolutely. It is one right? of the few because instances where the sequel may be better than the original. It's well, the well, Godfather it two of action movies. And not only you know we see sequels copy a formula. And this one, sure, is there a chase? Do they need to go back in time and everything? But to escalate in every single way. And then to finish the story, it's so cool they ended with T2. It was so cool. <laughs> no more Terminators. That, 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 been a just great seeing idea. the road drive by. and <laughs> The like, thumbs up. Yeah. Guys, what if they had done like a female Terminator? <laughs> Might have worked. I don't, I don't know. know. But yeah, Terminator, it was the first movie to break $300 million at the worldwide box office. Predator is such a great movie, though. It's so cool. It's a great Saturday morning adventure action movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. This is difficult, but I think I have to give the edge to T2 Judgment Day because of how it changed the genre. It wasn't yeah. just the fun action movie that you can watch over and over right. again. You watched it, and you're, at the time, your brain would just go, what did I just see? How did that just happen? Yep. It's... It's an action movie with more, whereas Predator, straightforward action, awesome. Mm -hmm. So T2 gets the edge from me. T2 for the sweep. Wow. Terminator 2 goes on. Hasta la vista, baby. Now we have Star Wars versus Casino Royale. Basically the same movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to eliminate both, Casino both, Royale. Both icons. Just like that? Yeah, just like that. I like it. I think it's good. Star Wars is not my favorite in the franchise. Well, uh, no. I think it's a fun movie. It's a cool adventure movie, but it is better it's than Casino fantastic. Royale. Fantastic. I mean, Kent, but just think about that car, uh, the car crash in Casino Royale. Yeah. They flipped the Aston Martin because Vespers those, in the road. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that is one of those moments where I gasped in the theater and yeah. watching that car roll. I just, my eyes were like saucers, just huge. And you you know? mentioned it, but the, the uh, interrogation torture scene. That's uh, horrible. Wow. But I think, yes, I got to give it. Uh, I mean, the stunt work is fantastic in Casino, Casino Royale. But I do believe Star Wars has the edge here as well. Zach? Star Wars as well. Star Wars moves on. What? And now we have Raiders of the Lost Ark versus the Dark Knight. No, this is the final round. <laughs> so if you guys are going by your Star Wars logic, which, which is, which is, is a better movie, because that's kind of what you're going with. Wow. No, I'm, I'm looking no, here. It's purely on action. 
there, there's one thing that separates these two in my mind of being the better action adventure movie, and it is whoosh, sound effects that you get from the uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Wait, the that punch makes sound a better action movie is so good in Man. this movie. Speaking of which, when I watched Enter the Dragon, I was shocked by how loud those punches were. We have one representative for superhero movies, and that is the movie that elevated all of them and became the gold standard, which to which they are all compared to. But, right now. Yet, but, but it yet, also ruined the genre because everyone went, ooh, dark and gritty reboot. That'll work it, for every exactly, superhero. They, the industry took the wrong lesson from this movie. But we can't judge it based on that. We're looking at these movies as themselves. Sure. Sure. In that we got to find a, an edge somehow. It's Raiders of the Lost Ark for me. Oh, you're Just, taking the first vote then. I, I will because this is difficult. Um, but like I said, this is a quintessential action adventure movie. And I think the Dark Knight, again, I think it honestly fares better in the drama bracket because it is a thrilling uh, crime drama. Are you making the case that it's more of a film of films? Maybe, yeah. Than an action movie If we were talking movies. better movies, I could make a better a case for uh, the Dark Knight. I but, get what you're saying. But as an awesome action adventure especially like a dad movie this is, it, Raiders of the Lost Ark is so many things that have to come together to make this kind of movie it does them all you have the charming lead character you have the clear villain it's the, it's the Nazis but, I mean it's the Nazis and there's a villain and then I get there's the whole like the plot you know uh, Indiana Jones had no effect on the plot right but it's still as far as our protagonist goes right we, we see like, the hero and we get to see a new I can't, heroic. I don't want to say anything negative about either movie because I no. love both movies it's, so it's, much. It's not about... I Do I prefer Dark Knight? Yes, it's in my top 10 movies of all time. Yeah. Raiders is a movie I've seen far more because of how long it's been out yeah, and me as a time. kid, right? Because you can rewatch everything. But there's been enough... I mean, Dark Knight came out in 2008. That's plenty of time to establish a legacy uh, and it will be remembered for all time. I'm, I'm going to give the pity vote and I'm going to go second just to make Joel choose. You jerk! <laughs> uh, I'm going to go that. Dark Knight. You say say it's a pity vote. Um, just because I feel like Raiders will be your choice. Well, and it's very difficult because I gave both of these five stars. Yeah, I'm looking at my reviews for either one of these, and they're both really well, like really well done. This is the toughest uh, section of the bracket. This is a very tough section of the bracket. Um, both made fun fact. Both made well. Dark Knight made about ten times its budget. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm kind of comparing that based on you know because obviously one was made much later than the other sure. is going to make more money at the box office. Yeah. Dark made made about ten times its budget, and Raiders of the Lost Ark made about well well over ten times its budget. Yeah, I can't do the math, but I'm I'm thinking about action though. Like obviously, yeah. I like both these movies a ton, and I'm thinking about in Indiana Jones. There were some parts that there's some slower parts, you know, when they're on the boat and traveling and do a little kissy kissy scene. That's always the part think, I kind of fast forward. Sure. Yeah, think of him hanging off of trucks. And that's always fun. And then I look at the Dark Knight and while I absolutely love the Dark Knight, there's some parts in there that I may roll my eyes at. Like, mm -hmm. how did he survive that fall? Eh, doesn't matter. He's Batman. You sound like Zach. He's a Batman. <laughs> But I absolutely love both movies. But so. you know what I love in my action movies is just moral dilemma and quandary. But, which, but which, shouldn't you sometimes be challenged? Sure. Isn't sure. that okay? Sure. Right? Sometimes I'm, I'm you have okay a John Wick. Sometimes it's like, think about more. That's why we all love this movie. Right. I trash on it. But it's... Yeah. It, I can't deny it. It's awesome. And I love it. And I've seen... I saw it three times in theaters. And I've seen it, you know, half a dozen times since. Sure. I've actually, I've actually seen The Dark Knight more than Raiders of the Lost Ark. Really? Yeah. But for me, Raiders is just undeniably 
like <sighs> cool guy action adventure movie. Do you feel like you're making a wrong choice no matter which one you cut? Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, I'll choose this one. Oh, that hurts. Oh, I'll choose this one. Oh, it hurts. Like this feels like the end round kind I know. of level. It really of does. Stuff, but we've got to move on. And we are Do past it. poking holes in the other. They're so, all great. And I don't, I don't want to cut out our only superhero movie, but I also don't want to cut out our remaining Indiana Jones movie. I hear you. But I got to give it to Indy. Well, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm like surprised I, either way. <laughs> and if, like I said, if this were just the action bracket, Dark Knight definitely has more pew, pew, pow, pow. Mm-hmm. But Indiana Jones is like iconic adventure movie. It, it revitalized the adventure genre. Save it for the next round. Raiders of the Lost Ark moves on. Give me the whip. Adios, senor. Okay, new round. See, we're going fast now. This is just getting harder and harder. Fast and painful. Yes, because we have Jurassic Park versus Die Hard. <laughs> have fun. <laughs> you know I'd like to see? I'd like to see John McClane taken on dinosaurs. That'd be great. Can we write that movie? He could do it. Die Hard, a, Die Hard in a Dinosaur park. teeth on the ground. He could oh, walk on, on barefoot. Let's, let's take a step back, though. That's why Die Hard's good. He's not a superhero. That's what I mean, though. Yeah. It's great. He's the everyman. But oh, yeah. Like every movie, we talked about this on, on a previous show, but every movie after Die Hard was basically, like, oh, it's Die Hard on a bus. Oh, it's Die Hard on a ship. The James Bond yeah. franchise oh, it's Die Hard on die a blank. Hard. Yeah. And I'm not saying he invented the, the action hero quipper. But he's one of the best at it. And this is John McClane being that person uh, to the point where now it's like overly quippy in every yeah. single action it's movie It's a character, that, a trait that we haven't discussed a lot. Yeah. Oh, man. Both movies are such good escapism. I can't say anything negative about either one. No. But no. I'm going Die Hard. It's in the Library of Congress. Bruce Willis's undershirt is in the Smithsonian. <laughs> this is one of AFI's 100 greatest American movies. And it's Empire's number one action movie. Not that that matters, but still. I can't remember which one of you mentioned it. Maybe it was you, Joel, saying that Jurassic Park is a little bit more of a horror movie. It's got horror elements. It's got it's horror definitely, elements. Definitely. Um, do you think that takes away from like the, the action side of it? Well, and that's the problem is the action adventure, it really, it does, having those two together does make it much more difficult. Because if I were just going straight action, it would be diehard easily. But because adventure is part of that genre... He, Jurassic Park has that element. Uh, John McClane adventures through Nakatomi. Well, Plaza. what's the adventure? Babysitting is Jurassic Park. Adventures, adventures in babysitting, babysitting in Jurassic Park. <laughs> well, it's, it's survival. Yeah, it's not necessarily an adventure as much as it's just pure survival. Mm-hmm. What'd you vote? Die Hard. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna vote Jurassic Park then. Oh, <laughs> well done, sir. Yes. <laughs> okay, Sorry, I thought it was on me. <laughs> it's um, not on me. You're I, the one that people can get mad at. I, I have to send Die Hard on. Die Hard moves on. Come out to the coast. We'll get together. Have a few laughs. Now we have John Wick versus Inception. Oh, man. These, I kind of couldn't be more uh, different. Inception is clearly the better story. Yes. John Wick clearly has better action. Yes. By far. Better action sequences, yes. So by that logic. John Wick goes ahead. That easy. Wow. That easy? Yeah. Against your darling. Inception is my sixth favorite movie of all time. And John Wick is like number... Eighty-seven, but get the hallway scene alone. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. Inception is a. Little... That was your pillar you put there last time. Yes, but against John Wick, against the nightclub fight. Good night. Inception's a little heady, and John Wick is refreshingly simple. I'm going to say John. Wick Well, it's as not well. like we're going for smooth brains here, no, right? I'm going to say John Wick as well. So John Wick moves ahead. Then. It does. Yeah. Okay. Can I get pity vote to Inception? Yes, then? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. All right. John Wick goes on. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. All right, now we have The Matrix versus T2, Judgment Day. Oh, no! Ah! <laughs> Guys, I'm uh, officially announcing my retirement from the yes, show I agree. right now. Should we all quit? We're done. We can't. Uh, we like to thank our patrons. We can't. 
<laughs> we got to move ahead with this the Matrix is, this is a episode. Final round. Okay, okay, okay. I'm just going to give quick bullet points. Bullet time. I think Matrix saved action as a genre in the 90s when it was getting a little stale. T2 was such an iconic movie for its time, and it's James Cameron. And James it Cameron came out early 90s, 90 early 90s. Yeah, and and so it was riding on the coattails of, of the Arnold Schwarzenegger's scene. fame, and, yeah. and you know, big brawny, strong guys. Whereas but, you have wimpy Keanu Reeves doing karate, yeah, but in such an impressive way. I would to go over scenes because I, I think we're all struggling here. Yeah, Matrix has the subway fight, Trinity's escape from the cops, the bullet oh. dodge, like I said, the sparring oh. program, the lobby. T2 has the shootout at the mall, breaking out of the mental hospital with Sarah Connor. Awesome. Awesome. The mm. climactic fight at the steel mill, which I kind of think is underwhelming for a Terminator movie, but bit. still good. And then the truck chase, which I think is probably the, the best action the movie. Best. And also the T-1000 chasing with his little hook hands. So getting <laughs> shot with a shotgun. Both are great. I would say the Matrix for action has more iconic scenes i don't want to go first okay you've been going first a lot joel because he has opinions i'm having a hard time here um, as well because this, this is basically bookending the 90s action genre yeah good you got call. t1 there you got you know in 91 you got terminator 2 and then in 99, 99. you get the matrix and they i mean these movies couldn't be did more different from each other and yet they're both sci-fi action yeah they are that is so bizarre to me. And both high concept. Yeah. Granted, the high concept had already been inst- introduced in the first Terminator. Yeah. Still stands pretty well on its own. It, it does. does. I'm going to vote first, and I'm voting for T2 Judgment okay. Day. Okay, I'm going to vote second, and I vote for The Matrix. Ha-ha! Yes! <laughs> because... <laughs> no! Because here's, here's why. Because when I think of action movies, when I think of amazing, iconic movies, The Matrix is going to be one of the first ones I talk about. It's like game-changing. Uh, yeah. But when I think of action movies... T2 is going to be one of the first out of my mouth. And so I got to pick Terminator 2. Okay. And uh, for me... These are both five stars. This it, this could strictly be a reflection of age, right? One of these came out when I was a baby. And the other, I was, you know, I was a young kid. Bigger, bigger baby. It, you know, we're on the playground and we're like, there was the one kid who had seen it. He's like, I saw the most amazing movie. It's called The Matrix. And he literally explained the entire plot to me. And I was like, I must see this movie. Fun fact that happened to me at the Missionary Training Center. <laughs> oh, <laughs> While waiting sorry. in line for lunch, someone explained the entire movie to me. And I was like, that makes no sense. Yeah. I adore The Matrix. Uh, it's it's like top pillar of, of tier one for me in what uh, what it brought to the table. I mean, Terminator 2 is at that table, too, but whatever. They both have the heads at the table. They do. Getting rid of either one of these is a mistake. Yes. Stupid box office determining our seating. Uh We reshuffled this. This could be a final I think I'm going to be the villain of this episode. Really? Yeah. Dare. Don't. The Matrix moves on. Whoa! Whoa! It was gonna. I, Listen, I'm I would so react sorry. That way either way. I'm so sorry. What? But I'm saying, Zach, you said Inception's a little too heady. I think The Matrix is also too heady, but it's too heady in all the right action ways. I think it delivers the Chosen One storyline so well. Yeah, it does. Where Eddie Furlong, you know, bless his soul. Nah. I'm so sorry, but we already have a Die Hard. I don't think we need a T2. I think we're going maybe too nostalgic on this. Okay. And I think the Matrix 4 action. Oh, nostal- we're not going too nostalgic. I'm picking the one I loved from the 90s right before I went on my mission. The other one I love from the 90s. <laughs> I made a mistake, and that's, I'm going to have to live by that. That's fine. You made a good mistake. The Matrix moves on. <laughs> there Jeez. was no right answer. I know Kung Fu. Show me. Now we have Star Wars versus Raiders <laughs> of the Lost Ark. 
Now this, okay. I'm so, going first. <laughs> go, go, go ahead. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Stop. Wait, wait. I want to I give a little thought I don't here. care, Raiders. These are icons, man. Yeah, your vote is stricken. It's not, it doesn't count. I still if get to vote first. this is the blockbuster bracket, this no, is No, but that's what I'm round. saying. Like the last round was so interesting because it was both sci-fi and, and action together. This is a fantastic matchup because the, once again, this is a final round pick. This is like two iconic George. It's George uh, Lucas versus Steven Spielberg here. But they're both working well, it's together. It's George Lucas versus George Lucas and Steven Spielberg. Yes. yes. <laughs> so this is a hard one for Star Wars. Ugh. So Star Wars has the trash compactor scene, which is so much fun. The escape so from the Death Star and so the trench good. run. Raiders has the boulder, which was great. So uh, fighting in the marketplace, which is like... I love that. For like a swashbuckle, oh, really fun, yeah. right? Shooting uh, the consequence of looking into the ark and the desert chase. Did you just get nostalgic up. about shooting a guy? Oh, <laughs> when he so shot the bad. guy. Oh, it is wrong. shooting. It is real good. But I am going to put it out there for Raiders. Uh, most online publications agree they don't actually consider Star Wars in either action or adventure. Oh, so Raiders has a better story, for sure. See, Ken, I'm able to form my own opinions rather than magazines I don't what subscribe to. What box office? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's cold hard facts. Uh-huh. That's not a magazine. Okay. I'm not flipping through the pages of Vogue being like, the internet what's your opinion on action movies? You vote for Raiders? Yes. Zach, you haven't voted yet? I haven't. I'm voting for Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Only and I, I have a reason for this too, but once again, it is the the uh, the elevation factor of my heart of my blood pressure, and Raiders has some face meltingly awesome scenes, yeah, eh? and Star Wars has just a lot of just fun action sequences as well. This is not an easy match. I'm not saying I'm I'm a hundred percent on one side or the other. I'm saying I'm leaning towards Star Wars. Harrison Ford does like Indiana Jones' franchise. Way better. Because he's the lead. It's his movie. Yeah. I'm a dad now. Dads love action movies. Dads love Raiders of the Lost Ark. So I'm picking Raiders of the Lost Ark. I'm love Star Wars. Kids love Star Wars. Are you feeling anxiety right now? Yes. (laughs) I was having... I had a straight up panic attack on the way here. Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? All right. We're to the final four. Hold on, I gotta scroll through my twenty pages of notes. Oh. Okay, just hey, now they're getting guess, all interspersed. Hey, Our final four? Wait, oh yeah, what's the final four? It, it's actually a great final four. It's fairly well balanced. So we have Die Hard versus John Wick and The Matrix versus Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> There's a lot of variety there. It spans a couple different decades. Oh my gosh. It's it's interesting. One of those is tough, an easy pick for me. Tough to pick. One really? of those is an easy one of those is an easy easier pick. Okay, well let's go to the first matchup. Die Hard versus John Wick. Die Hard. That easy. That easy, because I think without Die Hard, there would be no John Wick. They're that related? In the sense of, like, basically a guy you wouldn't expect it from. Yeah, I agree with uh, that. An, an, an everyman type guy that turns out to be really good at what he does. And I feel like Bruce Willis established that in Die Hard, and John Wick is doing well, but yeah. building on the shoulders of Die Hard in that regard. Die Hard does some cool things, like when the helicopter explodes. Right at the top of the building, yeah. and in or the detonation goes off, and and John McClane jumps off with the uh, the fire hose. Yes, granted, it feels very eighties, but what it does for eighties movies is just classic. And also, I will also say, uh, in regards to villains, mm-hmm. Alan Rickman versus eh, assassins guys. Punk kids. Uh, you yeah. mean everyone they, in the Russian, Russian mafia? Because yeah. everyone. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. The, strong, the stronger, prominent villain of Die Hard, I think, elevates this to a better action status than just John Wick versus whoever he happens to run into, no matter how awesomely he kills them. If you even mm-hmm. watch clips of John Wick, it's exciting to watch. Yes. And it shouldn't be because it's straight up gunplay. Yes. Die Hard goes through, though. 
Do you, so you two are voting for yeah. Die Hard? Yeah. Clean sweep? Okay. Pity vote to John Wick. Okay. Do you, you want to give gun John Wick? Do you want to give a pity vote to John Wick or do you just want to do straight Die Hard? What does your anxiety tell you? <laughs> they can sell. <laughs> You're not good enough to be here. Um, <laughs> hey, are you reading my thoughts? <laughs> uh, I'm worried that the iconography of Die Hard almost right. gets in the way. I was talking about it at the barbershop today. And multiple people are like, I haven't even seen Die Hard, but pop culture has made me feel like I've seen Die Hard because it's omnipresent. You see all of the key scenes. I think the regular guy becoming the action hero, though, some schlub whose marriage is kind of failing. A schlub who's a New York City cop and actually... Yeah, but what he performs shouldn't be up to task, right? Like he shouldn't be able to do all that he does. It's a fun everyman story and he does it better than anybody in movies. He does. Regardless, Die Hard goes on. Yippee ki Now we have the Matrix versus Raiders of the Lost Ark. Another is not final easy. matchup. It hasn't been easy since the Sweet 16. That's a sports term, right? They're very different movies. They are. They're, they're going for different things. You uh, feel different things while you're watching them. Okay. Are you confident? I, I... So Indiana Jones was brought to the table as a love letter to serials. Yeah, right? the action the adventure serials of the 30s and 40s. The Matrix came around at a time when 90s movies were just really quite stale, a lot of cuts, a lot of bad soundtracks, and it was revolutionary because the camera became the choreography. And that's, I, I, I'm not really giving my vote here. I'm saying both have done yeah. such incredible things in the times that's they were they created. what they bring to the table, for sure. I'm going to go first, and I know it's action and adventure, and adventure feels super secondary to me. And if I think action movies... There are two movies I think of, and The Matrix is one of them. It was the other one, T2? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, the third, that's the third one. Yeah. So you're voting for The Matrix. I am voting for The Matrix. This is too difficult of a decision for me, yeah. Kent. <laughs> what arbitrary thing are you going to use? <laughs> I'm not using arbitrary. I'm just going to look up quick facts here. Oh, I'm going to uh, flip a coin. So just looking at cold hard facts, which is the only thing that's going to be able to save me right here. Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Lost Ark was the highest grossing film of its year, 1981. Mm-hmm. It also received uh, the Library of Congress uh, Preservation, where it was in the National Film Registry in 1999. It got pulled in there. So it's The Matrix? Yeah, but it didn't come out in 1999, one of the greatest years in summer film ever. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, that was impressive. Yeah, what was Raiders of the Lost Ark going against? Ordinary people? <laughs> it beat out on Golden Pond. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite fun and fact. Superman, of the day. T- Superman 2, Arthur Stripes, Cannonball Run, Chariots okay. of Fire, For Your Eyes Cannonball Only. Run. For Your Eyes Only. Uh, four Seasons of Time Bandits. It's a but decent year. But then you look at The Matrix. The Matrix, it also, yeah, it was the fourth behind Phantom Menace, Sixth Sense, and Toy Story 2. So Raiders of the Lost Ark earning also more than 10 times its budget because I can't do math. And The Matrix earning less than 10 times its budget. I'm voting for Raiders of the Lost Ark based on cold, for those reasons. facts. Because I cannot decide between these two. I'm having a hard time. I get you. I get you. My ulcer's acting up. Help us out, Zach. Ulcer. I don't have an ulcer. I just made that up. You do now. To get sympathy. I feel like throughout this bracket, the adventure side has been an asterisk. It's like, yeah, but that's also on here. It's like, it's like it's action adventure. If it was just action, it wouldn't go on. So I think on pure action alone... And what I feel it did to action movies, I have to go with The Matrix. And I'm just moving on. The Matrix goes on. Uh, both were right choices, Raiders, by the way. Raiders, Raiders, were, Raiders both of the right. Lost Ark. And yet both were wrong. Yes, and yet, yes. indeed. How is that possible? Mm. There is no spoon. So that brings us to a final round of <sighs> Die Hard 
versus The Matrix. And honestly, I think we got it right. We did. These are the two movies I think of. Yep. Uh, when you think about action there, There's movies, a lot that I think You of have the this. representative 80s action movie and sort of 90s or, or modern, more Steam modern punk. era. Cyberpunk. I will go first because this is not an easy decision. Both of these are just iconic pew, pew, pow, pow movies. How, I wonder how many times we've said the word iconic. Uh, some, some, somebody just went back and is now counting. Yes. Thank you for posting that on Twitter. But I am going to put this out there once again. Action movies, accessibility level. And I feel like Die Hard is the more accessible movie. Even though it's older? Yes. I think a lot of people don't go back. Honestly, and this is just my opinion, even though it's, you know, right. I feel like The Matrix feels more dated than Die Hard, which is weird. But it's because that era of like what movies were doing and how they looked and felt, it sits in that time. Whereas Die Hard could have been anything previous to the internet. So dated. But it doesn't See, feel as dated. I think that Die Hard feels dated and The Matrix feels stylized. And that's different to me. Ooh, while watching, I, I just want to point this out. While watching these, yeah. I watched both of these with my older children. And while watching Die Hard, they were completely kind of like caught up in the action and enjoying the moment and having a great time. They enjoyed Matrix, but they also made comments like, why are they wearing those sunglasses? Those look <laughs> weird. And we chose what, so right here. Sorry. What, what oh, yeah. No, it? no. Just, just essentially they were, they were a little, one of my daughter, my daughter was particularly off put by the Matrix because of its kind of darker, grimy feel. Sure. Whereas the green filter. Yes. In the, yeah. And then in the Die Hard, you just kind of get that straightforward just yeah. story. Why did we pick right? We, we chose so right because the hero and villain of each of these movies are great. And we haven't even matched. talked about Agent Smith. Agent once. Smith <laughs> is Mr. such Anderson. an amazing villain, so and good. you wouldn't even expect it. Hans Gruber. And there yeah. is there is fear in the Matrix when is when he's in the interrogation, his mouth's being closed up, or he gets the bug in his tummy. Yep. There is. We've all so had a bug much. in our tummy in there <laughs> right now. <laughs> Zach, do you have a choice? Well, what did you choose, Joel? I chose Die Hard. To move on as the greatest action movie of all time. The Matrix was top of mind when we started talking about this bracket for me. So I have to stay consistent with that. <laughs> Granted, Die Hard was probably the second movie mentioned, but I, I, I will go with The Matrix and put it on Kent. Seems uh, this, That's probably age bias, to be honest. The Matrix is my second favorite movie of all time. This is an action movie bracket. You already voted out your sixth favorite movie of all time. I did. And I'm about to vote out my second favorite movie <gasps> of all time. What? Shoot the glass. Die Hard goes on because it I is. I am so shocked. <laughs> you picked what would be expected. Is this a moment of growth for you? You hate picking the <laughs> obvious choice. This is the Nirvana. You hate picking the this obvious choice. This is redemption listen, for Nirvana. Here's why Die Hard deserves to win. And I, I love that each of these are the little movie that could. True. Keanu Reeves is coming off Johnny Mnemonic. Nobody cared about a <laughs> cyber tech movie with Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Bruce Willis was a nobody that they threw a little bit of money at and they said, hey, get injured while filming this movie. Mm. We also have Alan Rickman for whatever that matters. And both these movies just succeeded so well. Hugo yeah. Weaving. He was in uh, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Yeah. <laughs> but when it comes to a regular guy saving the day, I'm not going to give it to the hacker. I'm going to give it to this beleaguered husband who's just trying cop. to do right. And that's the other thing uh, about Die Hard is you have that whole kind of sub story of his relationship, mm -hmm. which is adds a whole other level to the movie. It's it's more than just pew, pew, pow, pow. It is just there's emotional there. Was too. it too obvious? Is this too obvious? Yes. And you did it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't pick the obvious choice. Uh, 
listener, I'd like to point this out as a moment of growth <laughs> listen, on bacon sale listen. for Kent. This is a new level of maturity. I don't oh, think he's had no. before. Oh, no. Are we going to hear wedding bells this year? Maybe now. <laughs> I don't know. But so uh, fates have been I, changed. Just, I just looked it up uh, after you voted. I just pulled this up here. And since we did have the names completely stripped out, I didn't know who picked this. I did know there were multiple Several submissions. Several people picked there this. Were, and I had to tell them, no, it's the first person to get it. And the first person to submit Die Hard as the winner of this bracket is Casey Cummings. There we go. So, Casey, congratulations. We'll, we'll be congratulations. We'll be reaching out to you. You'll get some Bacon Cell merch, and uh, you can wear it proudly knowing that you picked the action-adventure movie of action-adventure movies. Oh. That's a mouthful. Yeah. But thank you, listener. That was a roller coaster for us, and we hope it was for you as well. And I hope, it, I mean, I just assume it's going to end up like all other bacon cell brackets where you say you made some terrible decisions, yep. but you landed where you should have. Yeah. So we look forward to reading those comments on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Let us know if you agree, and let us know if you give these brackets to your friends or, you know, coworkers and they fill it out, I want to know if they landed in the same spot because it's always intriguing to me if it's just us or if it's everyone. Take pictures, post it on social media. We, we absolutely love, love We to love see seeing it. those. Before we go, we want to thank some patrons in a couple of categories, including the I Am The Listener tier, which is Briggs Is Hot, Angela Plotz, Casey Cummings, congratulations on the win, Juice the Cooler King Swallow, Andrew Dancing Through the Fire, Sir and Madam Hicks, Jennifer Kielkowski, Brayden Winterton, Shannon West, Rocky and Steph, Adam and Rachel Crump, Ryan and Marley, Dave Kelly, Lady Terry A. Finley, and Scott Sprague. And then, of course, we have our Bacon Council, which is Debbie Foster, Glow Daniel, our favorite couple, the Madsons, Johnny English the Brick, Star Wars expert Kyler, Her Royal Highness Jessica Terry, Stephen, everyone's favorite Ross, the one, the only Chris Anderson, Nicole D. Kale, and Beaker. Thank you, patrons. Thank you, patrons. You are the princess to our bride. Mm. And once again, thank you to all of you who submitted films. We appreciate your, your feedback. We'll be doing this again. We may just be doing this again sometime soon. Not the same genre, because that would be boring, but... We'll see. But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76 Joel on Twitter. You can find me performing with Quickwits. They perform at the Midvale Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the Quickwits Facebook page. If you want to find me on Twitter or Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to read my movie reviews, it's showtimeshowdown.com. If you'd like to connect with me, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at Tumbling Mustard. But more importantly, make sure you're following Bacon Sale. Please like that Facebook page and visit at Bacon Sale on Twitter and Instagram. While you're doing that, visit tpublic.com slash bacon sale where you can get yourself some fun merch. We love to see it. Bacon sale t-shirts are great. Very soft. Very nice. And then if you like what's going on here and you want to support us further, visit patreon.com slash bacon sale where support starts at just $3 a month. Uh, we It helps us do what we do here and you get a bunch of fun benefits in return. So patreon.com slash bacon sale. So until next time, hasta la vista bracket. I mean, that was a church movie, but it's a, <laughs> I don't think it's action. So Hulu? That what? <laughs> don't, don't confuse old man Joel. I'm confused. <laughs> Your own nostrils have been the villain the whole time. How do we vote? Vibes. You became uh, Mr. Falcon. Transformers were. Kind of whelms the eye. <laughs> you know, we're not actually going to put any clips in. We're just going to have you doing that. It's going to be a super cut of me just doing mid reel <laughs> crap. <laughs> Dinosaur. Cool. <laughs> Dinosaur. Oh, dinosaur. I'm too thrilled. I don't want to see the sitting scene of this movie again. <laughs> I'm going first this time. Zach, we always do this way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell me, there it is. You're so mad about that? Because <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> like, well, no, Zach hates treats. So so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't like treats. You first. just made the dinosaurs extinct. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Again? Did you yeah, just get nostalgic up. about shooting a guy? Or are you feeling anxiety right now? Yes. yes. What does your anxiety tell you? You're not good enough to be here. You gave me a cookie. <laughs> cookie you gave something. me a cookie <laughs> right before recording. <laughs> what happened? Zach, what happened? You're like, I'm getting amped up. I'm getting amped up. Giggle. Gurgled. I know I heard the gurgle, yeah. but it was like 10 seconds after the gurgle. The gurgle led to the giggle. <laughs> I tried to hold the mic. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. <laughs> okay. All right. Should we start over? Yeah, yeah. probably. Okay. <laughs>